Deke Shock. Also, a great movie about him and his whole life and all the things he's done for film, and right. and how he made a lot of movies uh, available. He and Siskel, Siskel and Ebert, that show made a lot of movies available to the public that they never would have seen. Right. They would have never been aware of them, and and they created some careers like uh, more uh, er- Errol Morris. What Errol is Morris, it? yeah, the documentary that he did about uh, families dealing with their animals dying. Mm-hmm. Nobody saw it. Nobody would heard of it. And then all of a sudden they reviewed it once and then they reviewed it a second time. And then for some reason they reviewed it a third time. And all of a sudden he has a career and he it's, was like, I wouldn't have made a I honestly movie. think they might be the reason I got to be a bigger cinephile myself. Yeah. Watching that as a kid, trying yeah. to learn yeah, yeah, yeah. the aspects of what it's those all, two guys were talking about. It's all pre-internet. That was some of the most fascinating well, they, stuff on television. And they were two intelligent, educated people. Speaking having rationally, a, a, having a debate. A heated debate. Right. About but, what they believed they in, but fairly civilized. Yeah, they could yeah. argue. They could argue. Fairly civilized. They could argue really. <laughs> they could argue really strongly and still obviously remain friends on some level. Well, when at yeah. first they did truly hate each other. They did not like. They each were other. both rival critics. Yeah. Did they? Well, and they were that just didn't know. Yeah. No, they truly, honestly, did not like each other. Pretty much through the whole process, they were cantankerous with each other from day one to day. You know, and there's a lot of. There's some in the movie. Uh, uh, there's a lot of outtakes. You can't miss it on the show when there's, they would say made stuff great like, television, like well, oh. you're totally wrong, Gene. Well, yeah. all right. No, but <laughs> there's like outtakes of them trying to do bumper, you know, commercials, and it'll be like, today on, you know, blah, da, 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 yeah. at the movies, and the, Steve Martin's movie this, and Johnny D, Depp, and this, and D, da, D, and this asshole, Roger Ebert. You know, and they were <laughs> like, no, like, not joking. Like, they were pissing each other off because they would just so blame each other, and it was like, Cisco apparently was just uber competitive. He was one of those guys, and he knew how to push Ebert's buttons, and Ebert would push back, and the, yeah, so that was, and by the end, it became a friendship, but in the beginning, they were truly did not like each other. I what was that documentary called? Uh, Life Itself, and there's actually a book he wrote by the same title, uh, which I think is his memoirs, I think so. uh, Roger Ebert's memoirs, but then this film uh, director decided to make a, a film of it, uh, a documentary about Roger Ebert. And I always thought definitely was, give us a watch. Now. Yeah, it's an yeah. interesting movie. I always, I always was, found. I'm uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was to say I, I always found it amusing on at the movies when they agreed that they both liked to film, but they would argue about the reasons why yeah. they liked the, the film. I mean, like vehemently back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Like, how can you say that? This is blah 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 blah. And like, what are you thinking? This is blah 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 blah. And and then at the end, they both give it a thumbs up. And I'm like, yeah. you agree that you both like to film, but you're arguing. At e- you're picking at each other about the reasons why you sh- somebody should like the film. Again, why it was such compelling television. Yeah. yeah. Makes it... Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock number 244. I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Uh, Commander Luddite. Captain nice. Lander. <laughs> I forgot who I was. <laughs> you, you got demoted? Oh, no. well, I, I, I think Commander you. is higher than Captain. I told you they were the same person. No. I knew it. No, Commander is higher than no. Captain. Maybe not in Star Trek Dandy. world, but you know. I would in the think. Navy, Commander is right below Captain. Is it really? Yeah. For, well, in the Navy, a lot of people uh, go, never mind. Uh, yeah. Every, <laughs> uh, it's a whole new Navy. He did. He said fact checking. Gay me. joke. Oh, and I'm uh, Taco Tuesday the Beast. Bonzo, welcome back. <laughs> yes, Bonzo. That's what I meant. Captain Taco Luddite. Tuesday. That's my... God, I literally blanked on what my name was. <laughs> you did. I, oh, you're, the pressure. You're, you're starting to shed this. Oh, you're starting to shed it a Luddite, you're fired. <laughs> he's, he's already left Vegas. He's just... He's he's just here physically. 
Uh, before we go into what geeky things we did, uh, I do want to read a letter that we received. Yes. Uh, says, hi, geeks. I love your show. You are, of course, entitled to your own opinions. But I have to write you to defend Big Driver. That's that Stephen King story that's being adapted into the Lifetime movie. Uh, that, oh, we, that we all we vehemently <laughs> red-lighted. Oh, the uh-huh. one where the serial killer puts a wooden uh, piece of wood with nails in it to right. catch his... Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. And that's yeah. not the important part. The important part is she doesn't... She yeah, her fear of being... The, we, we came at it from the rape shame, shame yeah, angle rape that shame. we weren't yeah. very happy about. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Here we anyway, go. so whoever wrote the description that you read on the show can suck a dick. <laughs> oh! I doubt they ever read the story. <laughs> If I hadn't read it, and if I didn't already love Stephen King, I probably would have read light that too, based on that shitty blurb. It is a seriously twisted, dark, and disturbing story. Maybe one of Stephen King's best shorts. On the other hand, Lifetime will probably rape it and leave it in a culvert to die, so maybe the movie deserves the red light. Anyhow, just read the story. So there's my rant. Love the show and Ice Cream Social too. You all help me get through a work day without going all lifetime on someone's ass. <laughs> nice. That was from Heidi. I would like You're to welcome, mention... You're welcome, Heidi. Thank you for the input and for writing in and for being a scoop and a, a fan of the Well, and especially, uh, especially nice to see that it's a woman saying that this story is not... Right. Great uh, to hear that the, the defense story is, that angle, is so worth... This is definitely something we should look into. Well, story. I tell you what. Heidi, you have already influenced me. I... Bought the book. Oh, nice! For that reason, and I've started reading Big Driver. There it's you backed go. up about six chapters in already. Oh, so oh it's wow! A, it's a full book in itself. It's not. It's a short actually. Story. It's actually. Well, it's not a short story. It's it's long a novella. form story. A novella. So novella. Okay. Yeah. Novella-esque. So it's one of four in the collection. Oh, okay. Full Dark No I've got Stars. A couple of those. Yeah. So, I would like to go ahead and personally piss on Lifetime too, because apparently <laughs> they're they're making a uh, a Saved by the Bell movie. Oh, that's right. They're doing or a show about the behind the scenes yes. of Saved by the Bell. And I don't want them to ruin that for me. <laughs> so 30 Rock. Yeah, 30 Rock by, by the, the bell. bell. 30 Rock by the Bell. Yeah, yeah that's okay. happening. Yeah, okay. I just admitted to it's a one time that I watched though, right? Saved by the Bell, which you I do. wear the shirts, man. I certainly yeah. do. I watched it growing up. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Yeah. Hey, I sat last night and listened to Paul and Matt discuss uh, Golden Girls for a good ten or fifteen Golden minutes. Golden Girls, <laughs> Golden Girls is several several stories above fucking. Oh, Saved, Saved by, by the, the bell. bell. No, it is it is better writing really? and better acting. Oh, two definitely. weeks away was not enough. So, Golden Girls. Golden yes. Girls is better Very writing. Um. Oh, dude. Done. You fuck Rose. Not Rose. You fuck. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Blanche. Blanche. You kill Rose, and you marry Sophia. Done. <laughs> you had that chamber. That's impressive, dude. He's been I love about that it. show. And I and I have to say, I, I finally got my RSS feed stuff all fixed around. Uh, yeah, I still use Zune to get my podcast. So yeah, I'm in this century. Uh, but because what? of that, I had a hard time getting a hold of the Ice Cream Social. I've now fixed that. Man, you guys put on a great show. Oh, yeah, thank you. I have what, to say. Which episodes have you I, listened? I have now on like the... I've listened to in descending order from top to bottom. I'm so on the fourth the one. The newest four, stuff or the most recent? Newest, most recent. So you, about you four You started away. with the most recent. Okay. I'm on the one, your rant. They just started that one, whatever that one is. This uh, name, Paul gets mad, angry about something. You'll be surprised what. I've, You'll have to narrow that down some. No, I think that, that's my uh, <laughs> ice cream. That's social. my uh, American Hustle one. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm loving that show. Thanks, man. Glad you dig it. 
So yeah, we've, if you listen to Geek Shock, you're not listening to Ice Cream Social. Uh, you are doing yourself a disservice. There you go. Thank you. If so you listen to Ice Cream Matt, Social Matt and, ice and cream you don't social. listen to Geek, Geek Shock, Shock, exactly, you're not going to hear this message. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we got we had a letter today from a from a scoop who was uh, saying that he was complimenting Matt and uh, Jacob. For being able to rein me in <laughs> to, to tolerate <laughs> after hearing you on this after show, me, said after hearing you on on you on know what? shock. That's how the fuck. How much energy <laughs> do you have to expend to rein him in? That's not that's not Matt and Jacob. That's yeah. you. You rein yourself. I in. do well. Also, it's earlier in the day. Yeah, and yes, I do. Keep you haven't had your format. format. It's you haven't had your tea yet. Format. I haven't had my tea and my sugar bombs. <laughs> no, this it's a show different is, format. It is a different show. I'm a different, different character. Yeah. <laughs> Which does show that you're not completely oblivious to the world around you. I'm you know. good. Yeah. <laughs> As some might think when they listen to this show, that sometimes you're completely oblivious to the world around you. I guess that could yeah. come off. Sure. <laughs> He's like, uh, thank you? That could, that could be interpreted that way. Well, you are Sometimes. the guy who's trying to play video on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. Like, just, regularly. Just to inspire wondrous laughter. Bad digital voice accompanied video through a podcast that is already in unintelligible. Hey, man, that's Tomagachi life. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's stay gangsta. Stay Tomagachi. Dr. Spazzo was was easier to understand <laughs> than his... Which Dr. Spazzo? Dr. Spazzo goes way back to the sound card era of, of what was it, uh, sound blaster cards yep. in the 90s. Oh, yeah. The only yeah. way to get, and it was a text-to-speech program that came with Dr. those. Oh, the, so it had these kind of sound. But it also, has, it also had its origins on the Commodore 64. Did that it? was the nice. first time that I ever used it. Have we ever had? You got to type in the text, and then it would turn it into speech, and uh, mixed results. Of course. Do we have a really good voice dictation simu- uh, voice simulation thing? thing yet? Dictation thing yet, where you can just speak words oh, yeah. and they type it up. Is it, There's it, a couple that are supposed to be quite good. Really? Are, I've never used them, but Dragon uh, Naturally Speaking is supposed yeah. to be really good at voice recognition. Supposedly, people are like using them to write books and, and that's such. awesome. Yeah. Um, On the other hand, we don't have the other way around because uh, you know the people who can't talk and type on type to speak still sound like R two D two. Yeah, some do. I mean, the technology isn't... I mean, like, the one on my phone is... I mean, we all have the voicemail to text, and we just are delighted yeah. by... You <laughs> delighted know. is the hey, right word. Hey, fish, I've been meaning to carpool the husbandry into your fatherhood. That shit is insane. <laughs> and you're like, what the... How the hell did you get to that? However, like, very fun read aloud. <laughs> yeah. We, we, now, we all have that thing? Uh, well... If Those of us with a phone that have iPhone, that uh, no, no, I have the, I have the and Samsung. If you yeah, have Samsung. Android, Google's uh, voice to to text, it learns I know, as you box. go. So the more box. you use it, yeah, the more you use oh, it. You go. Andy it got a better. new phone. Whoa. Holy <laughs> fuck! Welcome to the twenty first century. Hell is that strange thing you pulled Papa's out of your box? Is that an LG G two? A droid. Are oh, you upset right. now that you don't get pterodon alerts anymore? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> From your fucking cave phone? <laughs> a T-Rex was spotted <laughs> near the intersection. Of- he would, he would. Oh, T-Rex seen in area. T-Rex alert till 1115. Careful, B. Ugh. <laughs> he had a... No, no go out. No go out of cave. <laughs> 
Be watching for monsters. Welcome to the 21st century. Congratulations. Uh, eventually, your voicemail will offer you the option to uh, pay to have your voicemail turned into text. Okay. So that you don't have to listen. And uh, don't buy it. Take okay. the trial, though, because it's take a the trial. laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's comedy gold. It is amazing what it thinks it hears. Yeah. Okay. It really is. Yeah, it's yeah, astounding. I, I had an early uh, text, text, uh, voice, voice to text, text program, yeah. and it was it was pretty bad. Yeah, no, but that was horrendous. 12, 15 years ago. It hasn't gotten yeah. any better. If anything, it's gotten worse <laughs> because the words have gotten more sophisticated that they've put into the program. So now it, it thinks it can figure out more advanced. I had Jerry things. Jerry Thompson, a guy that one of the directors for Thor at the Bus Stop, one yeah. time said to me, he kept he kept trying to understand what the hell I was saying, and he finally stopped. And he said, "Listen, you say." Words that don't get used very often. You say them in ways that people have never used them before, and you mumble. <laughs> Slow down and be clearer. Yeah. Exactly. No, yeah, well, what are you going to do? What geeky <laughs> things you do this week, guys? I'll go ahead and start because I've been gone for a little bit. And Please do, because you got a hell of a thing. I do. Oh, um, hey, that's what the ladies say. The yes. beard. The beard. It's a hell of a beard. All right. So, mm. Well, thank you. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Nobody can say it, but. Uh, so. Yesterday, I went to the 17-minute preview of Guardians of the Galaxy. Paul's going to have to go outside if you're going to talk yeah. about that. I'm Look not, at that. He's going to go yeah. outside. He's he doesn't like it? No, he no, just he doesn't want to be ruined. Be, yeah. I'm not saying yeah, he anything He doesn't want to hear anything. Film. He doesn't want to even know the film exists until he sees it. <laughs> until I'm not saying anything the about the movie. <laughs> I'm just saying I went to the preview. Okay. It makes me want to see it more. Good. First of all, as I've said to you aloud before, I don't like seeing movies that aren't filmed in 3D when they make it 3D or they tell you it's in 3D. Right. Uh, I saw this preview in IMAX 3D and I have to say I probably will end up seeing this movie in IMAX 3D. Well, you got it. Oh, right. wow. I got to think there's what two major characters that are completely digitized anyway. Yeah. So that makes it, you know, like because the cartoon 3D plays better because it's all done in the computer it's anyway. It's built yeah. that way. Right. Yeah. And so, but no, that's good to hear. This. No, I, yeah. I will definitely see this in IMAX 3D. I'll take that. I'll take that as a, as a recommendation. The post-production work. I don't usually work, go for 3D. But neither do yeah. I. Well, Unless it's, it's filmed in 3D. Right, exactly. Scam. But the post-production work is fantastic stuff. Good, good. Um, and I will say, I'm not giving anything else away other than then uh, Bradley Cooper as Rocket Raccoon steals the fucking show. Yeah. Like he will steal the entire. You will movie. Not convince, oh, you just it's gonna take it a Paul. lot to convince Paul that. Uh, I wasn't convinced to, until uh, I saw this fucking preview. I'm sure he'll be fine, him. but Rocky Rocky Raccoon is just stellar by itself. It's Anybody a crazy character. I know, but so, when you you yeah. don't know it's Bradley Cooper really voicing. All right, good. See, see, <laughs> no, what little I've heard of it, I don't go. Oh, that's. It's a voice I don't know. You can't Good. really expect that. Yeah. You'll, you'll learn this more, Todd, when you get into that uh, episode of Ice Cream Social with the rant. But part of the reason he hates American Hustle is because Bradley Cooper is in it. I see. Ah. Makes, so makes so is this making more sense now why he's making this Paul, face while yeah, he's I have a feeling. I have a feeling that you're going to go into this movie and you're going to say, oh, shit, I didn't even know Bradley Cooper was Rocket Raccoon. Right, right. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, so. I'm sure I'll turn a corner. I'm sure he's a great guy. I even said it today on the Ice Cream Social I bet we'd get along famously. I'm sure he's a fine gentleman. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with what you see on the screen. So, so not like Neelix. <laughs> Thanks. Why did you have to go up. there? Why did you have to go there? I don't think I don't it's think fun. I could be alone in a room with Ethan Phillips. For <laughs> and not without striking at his throat. Fact check. Fact check likes to poke the bear. Oh, I do, a little boy. bit. A little Ethan bit. Ethan Phillips. Well, Ethan Phillips. Oh, he's delicious. What the fuck are you oh, doing? I can't get enough with of your him. life. <laughs> I could just eat so, him up. Twenty yep. years ago, I've yeah. seen the two previews for uh, for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks fun. Here, and then. 
weirdly enough, I, I somehow ended up seeing the British one on YouTube. Okay. Looks like it's a completely different movie. Much more serious movie in England. Uh, it's, they always, yeah. The European, uh, they, yeah, they, they do a very different... We like a bit system. of pop and circumstance, don't we then? <laughs> huh? We like something with a little bit of meat on it. Huh? You gotta give them that one. We like something, you know, yeah. we don't want them flashing the pan. We want to see Spaceman's got some fucking joblies. <laughs> Jobbollocks. Damn, that was good. So I, I got to tell this Paul story. The first time I met Paul... We were playing D anD D, and he was doing to tell it. It's great. Okay, um, he was doing a, a character that was a uh, mad scientist who transplanted his brain into a monkey, uh-huh. Doctor Million Canstabilius. <laughs> remember and, the name? I love yeah, it. <laughs> and he never broke character. He spoke as Million Canstabilius all night. And Million Canstabilius was essentially this. It sounded pretty much like you know, a sort of a Stewie sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so Before Stewie, the next time I saw him, he was a Klingon, and he spoke with Voha's voice. He jaw. A bit different, a bit deeper. Nochner. Third time I saw him was away from both those things, and his accent was a little thicker on Kentucky back then. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's oh, yes. the accents fall us. Who are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm doing me, you idiot. Every day. I'm from Kentucky. <laughs> now I can turn it on and off like a faucet. There was a time when it just slipped out. It still slops out in moments of passion. Yeah. Um, I can speak to that. What else did I do? I also finished the. Uh, I also finally finished my Quentin Tarantino compendium that I was putting together. Nice. Since the last time you guys saw me, and that's uh, available where? Uh, it's uh, John Bonham, J O N B O N H A M dot WordPress dot com. It's it's twelve. It was twelve pages long when I finished it. I did add some of the pictures and whatnot, so you guys can check out things out. Um, but it was a long and arduous process. Let me tell you, I, I was sitting there. I would go and back and watch the movies as I was writing this, just to make sure I had all the right info that I was going on. And you know, I've did my homework. I I scoured MB, IMDb. I I read papers and articles on this stuff. I've spent a lot of time going through this journey. As a lot of people know, I am a real Tarantino fan. I think one of my life goals is to be in a Tarantino movie before I die. Is, is so. it a little bit crazy, uh, crazy, uh, crazy person wall where you're, you're trying to figure out who the murderer is or you have everything pinned to the wall with the strings oh, going across gotcha. it? Oh, it could be actually. <laughs> Did um, you go true detective? Yeah. I, I could have. Um, no, but you know, appre- uh, feedback is always appreciated. If you, whether well, you like me or you hate me, I'm sure you'll get feedback. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I don't know much. I, Cause about Tarantino, Tarantino fans, fans aren't passionate yeah. at all. Heidi's tapping away right now, but I'm sure everything you've said will be told. You'll be told is wrong. I'm sure, which is fine. And then I could prove it, and then I could prove it to them that they're wrong. So there's that. Yes. Because um, fighting internet trolls is always a worthwhile endeavor. That's, that's yeah. my job. I love doing it so much. Um, I was watching uh, something the past three days, too, uh, on, I don't remember what channel it was on. No, the National Geographic Channel, about the 90s being the last decade, the last great. Like, they've been going through, like, the 80s and stuff like that. Like, me and my girlfriend will watch the marathon of, like, the 80s decade about what the historical things were going on. And now the past three days has been like the 90s. And there's only three episodes of that. When there was like 20 dedicated to the 80s, you're like, maybe the 90s was the last great decade. But all this stuff going back, you know, watching like the Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding shit. And, you know, like it's hilarious. But it's just other little things you didn't realize. Like I could remember they were talking about the Waco incident. And I remember when the tank went into the house. It's like, oh, man, I was watching that as it happened. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. felt like you're there. You felt like you're a part of history. Um, but other than that, you know. Uh, I, I disagree. I, I mean, I disagree with the 90s being. I mean, it's, nothing looks interesting close up. you got to back off a little to get some time on time. it. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's only 20 years. I yeah, was exactly. astounded when the 80s nostalgia started happening. 
the aughts will happen. It'll happen 15 years from now, but it'll happen. It takes 20, 30 years. Yeah. What it's am I drinking, s- by the way? You're drinking Fireball, man. It's all secular. It's whiskey. Cinnamon, cinnamon whiskey. whiskey. Product really placement. Good. Yeah. It's uh, all the rages. The kids love it. It is quite popular. Pretty new, I guess. It is pretty good if you put it in a hard cider like a Strongbow or a Blackthorn. I have had that, and that is, is pretty very incredible. tasty. I'll put you in a hard cider. Hard and oh, cider. <laughs> Bong. Uh, speaking of True Detective, I did see all of that finally. Okay. Wow. Wow, what a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've, I've yet to see it. I, everybody's raving about same it. Same here. It's, I gotta it's see really it. impressive, but what's most impressive of all is I've never been a McConaughey fan until now. Right. It really changes your view on him, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I have seen that man's so, full chops. He's and so good in that show. Why do you two I look st- each other like I that? I stopped seeing McConaughey five minutes into that show. Uh-huh. Good. You guys don't like McConaughey. I don't no. like McConaughey. Not as a rule. Now. Not as a rule, but this thing, yeah. he, he, he's, he gets a pass, man. As I, a rule? Actually, he's having a look, really good I mean, year. He had a, Starting with Mud, he's, he's done really great yeah, stuff since Mud. Killer Mud Joe is really good that he's in. And uh, Dallas, I don't know if anybody's seen uh, that. Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Dazed Club. and confused. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> but not exactly the stretch on the yeah, chops. It's not really. <laughs> no, but uh, that's what made him funny at that point. I mean, there was other shit he's done. No, in his, the a lines time he to kill. Said made he was in a funny. time to kill. He was a poor man, Spadoni. Spicconi. Spicoli. Spicoli. Poor man, Spadoni. Sorry, Mike. Spadoni, Mike. I think him as a. I used to think him as a buffer Keanu Reeves. Yeah, poor man, Spicoli. He is. Uh, no, he's gotten much better movies than Keanu Reeves. You, what th- are you talking about? I would say he has always just played himself, and I think I've even heard him say, "I'm not really much of an actor. I just, I'm just being me, saying the words." He's never really tried to. He's he, never thought of himself he as really like a great himself, actor. He really put himself you know, into it in that new one. Because, <clears throat> yeah. you know, so I, that's the only thing I've been able to do with him, uh, be able to accept him, is that he himself has said. Yeah, I'm just being me. I'm just hanging out. I'm just having a good time, and people keep letting me do it. So why wouldn't I? Look, kind of attitude. I yeah. haven't watched Mud yet, but uh, uh, a coworker of mine that uh, was watching True Detective at the same time I was says said that uh, he was really, really impressed with that film as well. But he also said it's really dark. You gotta, you know, watch it when you feel like watching something dark. So, yeah. and I had just finished True Detective at that point, and I'm like. I don't know if I want to go for something another thing pretty dark right this at this moment. So. I saw that in a uh, old vaudeville theater in uh, Little Sea Town in uh, in Washington, uh, oh, Port, yeah? Port Townsend. The uh, sounds the, apropos. Oh, it was wonderful. It was a perfect place to see it. But it's also a sign of like you reach a certain age as a human being, and he's getting to that age now, where uh, you uh, you have enough life experience where that kind of thing just becomes easier to, to access. So if if you've been doing something for as long as he's had, because it's been, what, 30 years he's been an sure. actor. So he has an aptitude for it. And now I think he's finally getting roles that are asking him to to feed upon his life experience. And so he's able to, to do that well and easily. I think that's yeah. probably the right answer, but I prefer to think that, you know, somebody found that hole in the wall and they're crawling into him like John Malkovich. Maybe John Malkovich <laughs> is crawling into him. <laughs> I think it's just experience and time, and and he finally got to that point. I mean, not everyone comes out of the gate being a great actor. They've got a person ten thousand hours, baby. Ten thousand yeah. hours. I'm always yeah. amazed when a young person does a good painting. It's like, how do you do that? You, you have no experience of painting. Speaking today. of that, I just watched Tim's Vermeer. Oh, I want to see that so bad. That? It's a really interesting movie about mm-hmm. this guy named Tim uh, Teller of Penn and Teller directed yes. it and Penn produced it and. 
Penn's uh, narrates it and is in it. A friend of theirs got obsessed with Johannes uh, Vermeer, who did these amazing paintings. The the music. very photorealistic. <clears throat> yeah, these uh, girl with the pearl earring. Yeah, the girl well, was using hat a and camera and obscura, obscura, right? Anyone was well, that was the thing. That's the debate. A lot oh, okay. of people believe that he used the camera obscura to get the image and then trace that image and copy oh, okay. it. But the problem is, if you put your brush up there to copy it. You cover up the image, and it's a shadow. And so you can't really use the camera obscure in the way they thought they were using it. Um, but when you look at some of the things he does in there, they're things that you can really only do through reflection, through a lens. And so Tim found, I can't remember his last name, but Tim found this technique using a mirror as well that made it possible. And so this guy, who's never painted anything in his life, reproduced uh, the music lesson by Johannes Vermeers. Now, how did and, you how did you see it? Did you did, is it on video now or did you is it playing some X, theater here? It was Xbox Video again, so oh. that I saw it on. Well, that's totally worth it. Then I'm, yeah. I'm going to hunt that down because I've been it's waiting really, to see that. It's a really interesting movie. I've been wanting to see that as well because I I I'm I i can not think of his last name either. Uh, the 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 guy that the subject of the film is uh, Tim. The, the yeah the Tim he's uh Tim. one of the co-founders of New Tech who uh created the video toaster yeah. back in the 80 late 80s yeah, and I was very into the video an toaster back then he's yeah. an inventor uh-huh. more than an artist and he's proving that what he's saying well and they talk about that oftentimes that you know when you look at like Da Vinci the guy was an inventor but he was also an artist and there was a right. time where the two lines were very they were the, there was no line there yeah. you were you were kind of both and Your now, classic Renaissance band. Well, no, but that was just the two were connected. You're a creative person. Right. And so you think creatively. And so you either invent things or you draw things or you do both or whatever. And now, for some reason, we said, well, you go to the arts or you study technically, but you don't do both. You don't, And you should do the two are related. The Mythbusters are fixing that. Thankfully. A little bit. Yeah, they a are. A little bit. Yeah, they're trying. I went know. and saw that live show, by the by. Oh, I forgot to ever really? mention that. How yeah. was it? Yeah. Was it good? It's all right. Yeah, yeah they're still working the case. Right. Yeah. It was the first show. Okay. The very first one they did here in Vegas, but it was it was nice. It was fun. Well, they very did one a family years friendly ago too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very family friendly. Good, interesting stuff. Yeah, not <laughs> didn't knock it out of the ballpark. Okay, but it was all right. Captain all right. just reminded me of something. Um, I saw a trailer, and I haven't seen the whole thing yet. I saw oh, a trailer. Is that only half a trailer? Because that would be breezy. <laughs> That'd be a half wide. <laughs> yeah, half wide. Okay, so I saw this trailer. <laughs> Did you have like was a, it still on blocks? Was there like a was there like a piece of paper over half the screen? Just, yes, you only just saw push half through the trailer? it. That's what I have to do every week. <laughs> oh, Anyways. gross! That's what your mom keeps saying. Oh, Anyways, at least have flamingos. Let's be thankful we not touch Vagitech. This is a trailer based around Alejandro Jodorowsky, who is this famous? I mean, this crazy director. He did El Topo, Santa oh, Sangre, the Holy Mountain. The, it's a, uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky's yeah. Dune. It's yeah, about his Dune. So it's about a Dune that was never made. And this was the Dune that was going to happen before the right. version that we now have. Yeah. And he was kind of do shit in this film that was like off the wall. We're talking about like making Dali the emperor, yeah. first of all. Uh, Orson Welles is going to be in the movie. Like he was doing this crazy stuff like they would make Star Wars and any other science fiction film like just piss its pants at this golden amazingness that he was going to put together. Nice. But because he's a very visual director, he always has been. If you watch any of his movies, more of a, like especially The Holy Mountain, it's more visual movie than it is an audio film. Like 
it's it's less talking and more just like watching. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's a crazy individual, um, and I would suggest if you can track this down. Um, it's out on DVD now. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I just saw it on the listing from uh, Ain't It Cool. And it's I, called it's what? coming out soon. Alejandro Jodorowsky's Dune. Oh, okay. So it's a documentary about them not so, making the movie. Like Lost in La Mancha. It's exactly. Yeah, I was just going to say that next. Yeah, yeah. Which so, is a great Which movie. apparently they're working on still again, too. Of course He's they are. Still trying to so, do it again. I'm sure that <laughs> Quixote's dead by now. He's got to be. Without question. <laughs> well, well that, the, no, he was like 84 at the time yeah, and dying of cancer. Before, yeah, yeah. And so he's got. I mean, sadly, he's probably gone now. Though, probably. That, that yeah. movie's what 10 years old now. Yeah. Easy. Well, yeah. the, real quick, the thing that I, the geeky thing that I did this week, I actually did this afternoon. Uh, What's her there name? There is a. Uh, there is a pseudo land-based game. It's a bridge simulator called Artemis. Uh, okay, are, so let's break that down real quick. All right. A land-based game. Land-based game. L- but it's wireless. Yes, it's it's wireless now, so you don't actually have to be plugged all into the same server. Okay, but you so have to you be run in it close wirelessly. Proximity to your uh, just just the same distance between, like you would say, your average router and your laptop. Okay, and um, but within the same. Artemis yeah, is a space combat simulator. Okay, but bridge the, simulator as yes. in space combat. Okay, yes. I was thinking rivers. No. I was um, thinking of the card game. Artemis is different. Is you can simulator. <laughs> rage, Ethel. Rage. Rage. Three spades. What do you? No, you had a hand. Ethel, you had a hand. It's gonna be great on Oculus Rift. Rage, Ethel. Rage. Fine. Four Bridge spades. Simulator 2015. <laughs> Sweaty septuagenarian action coming at your fucking oh, face. <laughs> Stare down your wrinkled dementors across the table as they try to suss out how to fuck your world. I bet you've got a pair there already, don't you? I know you're kind. You can't Bridge get me, simulator. Grandma. Fuck you, Grandma. You can't get me. Bridge Simulator 2015. I'm taking you down, old woman. Rage hard against the old, old machine. Bridge Simulator 2K15. Bridge Simulator 2015. Also, special DLC grandpa pack. <laughs> Ash, I just, I just want to have, I just want to have my candies. You, no, you, it's got, your bid. you, ga- you gals, go ahead and no, finish it's, this. It's hand. your bid. I just want my candies. It's your bid. God damn it, Ethel! Grandpa, your put your teeth bid. in this glass, will you? Fish for now, that dusty bowl of Well, clearly, I've got the first story for news you don't give a shit about. So <laughs> I guess you can just roll on. Nobody's interested no, no, in hearing about no, this. No, it's just that's goddamn right. funny. We now know what is a ship bridge combat it is a, simulator. Yeah, it's a starship combat simulator. Okay. It is. Oh, a starship. Like a bridge. <laughs> <and> a <starship. laughs> What's unique about it is every computer that you bring, you can bring in up to eight computers on the same network. Okay. And every computer can have their own station, like Helm. Uh, so Helm and navigation, VH1, science, history, communications. <laughs> Um, no. Engineering, no, etc. And you're only in charge <laughs> of your piece of the bridge. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, you, so you have so multiplayer only. Yeah. Well, yes. You can't do it a single player. Okay. You have to have at least two people because you can you can run multiple stations on a single computer, but you have to click through the different screens. It it's much easier the more people sure. you have. Be too difficult. There's but, a board uh, game version of that. Too I have there. it. Is there Space Cadet? Yeah, Space. Space Cadets? I think it's called Space Cadets. Something like that. Space, space Commander? No, Space no, Captain. I think it's called Space Cadets, uh, and it's or Space Control, um, but it's... I know I got, it's sitting on my wish list on Amazon. I got the simplified version that only uses dice, 
and everybody has a dedicated station, and it's like four on four, ship versus ship, and it's just constant frenetic rolling of dice. It's 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 real time, so it's like whoever can outmaneuver faster. So you gotta just be dice, dice, dice. Just stupid so dumb luck and constant. You've got somebody dice. being the captain to control everything and and telling you what everybody what you need. And then every, you got an engineer. Uh, you got somebody in weapons. You got somebody in. That's uh, very much like this. So yeah. yeah, it sounds yeah, like it's just the the board game version. It sounds like competitive escape. What's the board escape? game escape. Board, board, well, Are you escaping from this tomb? You, you're listening to that. a soundtrack. Oh. And when the soundtrack ends, the game is over for everybody. Oh, and if you can escape the tomb it, in the time that that soundtrack ends, and it's all about frenetic dice rolling. How long is the soundtrack? Uh, ten minutes. Five, if it's, yeah, I think it's. I think it's ten. I think you're right. I think, I think it's, it's like ten. But does the soundtrack go like only seven minutes left? Yes. Seven minutes. Absolutely. Six minutes. I just now. want my candy. Six minutes. <laughs> Escape. Bridge Simulator 2016. I just want my candies. God damn it, Ethel. Now, in the soundtrack, at certain points, boom, it will change and create this huge tension. Or everybody has to run back to the middle. Yeah, this gong sound. If you don't make it back to the middle, you are hampered. One of your dice are taken away. Oh shit! It's a frenetic game. That sounds wild. Great. Is there that kind of shit in uh, Bridge Simulator 2014? It's called Artemis. Artemis. Um, there's a lot of videos out there if you ever want to. <laughs> Same difference. Not necessarily get your feet wet, but you want to see what it looks like before you start playing it. Um, when I hear Artemis, I can only think of that hilarious character from what happens in where uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, uh, Artemis. Uh, there's a great video out on YouTube where uh, Will Wheaton actually plays the captain of the particular game that they're playing. Okay. And uh, I believe Bill Corbett of MST3K is also one of the crew members Super on fun. that one. So it's a lot of fun. Um, PC was, only? It is PC only. Um, uh, although apparently there, I have not gotten the information fully on this, but there's supposed to be an Android app as well that you can play. Um, so you get to be data? Uh, I Well, I was the science officer. Um, <laughs> my job was giving, you know, navigational uh Headings to the navigator and oh, good. as well as they could park very easily. And no, as well as scanning like <laughs> ships to find out with their friend or foe, and if they're okay. if they're a foe, scanning to look for their weaknesses. Like it'll give you um, A, B, C, D, or E, which are your phraser frequencies, and okay. it'll tell you which frequencies. Um, excuse me. The enemy There's shields. only one phraser frequency. <laughs> oh Jesus! Niles, would you please give me a minute with Daphne by myself? No, I won't. Because she is my love, and I will be with her forever. Get off my frequency! Do you understand, Niles? I am on Fraser frequency. God damn it! News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> yeah, apparently <laughs> it's a little butch for Fraser, huh? It's a little butch for Fraser. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh boy, is there a lot of it? All right. Now, if I played that game, I'd end up being on O'Brien sitting on the transporter. <laughs> my name is Miles O'Brien. That I used comic to work on the Enterprise, but now. I s- I'm on the holodeck and I, no, I'm on the uh, space station and I run to the doctor for love. Yeah, uh, Miles O'Brien and uh, and um, uh, Bashir have a very passionate uh, relationship. That is a bromance in all the fanfic. No, no, no. It's not a bromance. It's a straight up sexual hardcore relationship (laughs) that is just glossed over. But nope. I mean, who's zooming who? It really is going down. You look that it's it's right there under the surface. That's what a zoom is. Those two talk about going whitewater rafting and getting injuries and shit. It's like, please, you guys are into some rough 
play. That's Deep what's space going. nine inches. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. O- O'Brien's yep. a bear. Basically, mm, I don't know. I think he's a. I don't know. What what would be the the uh, Irish equivalent of a bear? So you're saying a bear. an O bear. A bear. You say it's worse than the than the than the Dax Wharf relationship, where like every time they get intimate, they're both in freaking sick bay. Yeah, or that because that's that's sexy and cool. O'Brien and 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 the doctor just can't put it out there and be open with it, and it's this represso weird thing, and it's like, well, you know, I don't want to go home to Keiko. I want to hang out with the doctor all the time, play darts, and it's like, yeah, play darts, mm-hmm. lawn darts. Darts mean penis, lawn means butt. Oh, yeah, now I get it. Oh, truth, boy. I'm a truth outer. An outer, all right. I don't care. Anybody I mean, the- I'm, not, I'm not opposed to their style of love. I just wish they could be more at peace with it. Sure, and open it's about the society it. Society we live in. This, this, was, this right. was the '90s. It was the '90s. Yeah. 2490s. You're right. The 2490s. Society we live Get in. together. No, it's true. Uh, it, I think if that show were made today, they would have no problem breaking ties with Keiko, having this whole thing where he comes out to her and like, "Look, Keiko, I'm just as gay as the day is long, and it's how it's going to be." All right. <laughs> Which beetle was that? Hmm? <laughs> no, it's a, not not a beetle. News you don't give a shit about. Get off the transporter. I wasn't on it before. Now you are. How'd you get there? I was in one place, now I'm in another. There's two of you. Turn get left back. that Andromeda. <laughs> get back to where you once belonged. Well, I can if I turn on the power. Well, <laughs> the latest Call of Duty DLC lets players show their appreciation of pot. Huh? I'm, the, I'm, the, oh, I've seen this shit. The new Blunt Force character pack. <laughs> For Call of Duty Ghosts is available now for $2 on Xbox platforms. Comes with a pot-themed uniform and two headgear options that feature pot leaves. According to Infinity War's description of the pack, it will make your enemies experience chronic defeat. The Blunt Force character pack follows a similar weapon camouflage pack that launched in April and featured marijuana-themed decorations for weapons. Special voiceover packs are also available, including rapper Snoop Dogg, or the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket who will announce your kills. Nobody Harrelson? I can at least get down with the Full Metal Jacket. There's one more piece of DLC <laughs> what they're not talking about. Yeah. They got the Rasta banana <laughs> in the mix. That's right. Every time you get a kill with the blunt pack, I'd be like, Boomba clot, Boomba clot. <laughs> THC you later. Hey, THC being the active ingredient in the marijuana, what causes the hallucinations and euphoria. Hey. Is that game available outside of Oregon, outside of Washington, Colorado? Uh, unfortunately, yeah. The, uh, it's available anywhere you want. Buy two copies, then use one to smoke. It's probably going to hey. sell well. Of course it will. <laughs> Everybody gets high and plays that shit and talks about race relations. And everything gets crazy when Snoop Dogg arrives. Yes, that's what they're doing. They're discussing race relations. Open, vulgar discussion of race re- Non-productive discussions of race relations. That's Xbox Live. Hey, want to know the state of race relations? Listen to Xbox Live. Seriously. The state is bad, man. It is bad. Oh, my God. Race relations and, and, uh, and uh, homosexuality. Acceptance of other lifestyles. Yeah. Woo, Not good. Not rough. when you're playing the Call of Duty. <laughs> nope. Terrible. They got few accepting minds on there. It's not that kind of duty. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Mm. You know the funny thing about stoners is that they all think everybody else is secretly a stoner. 
Yeah. Says the secret stoner. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's get not back denying your, it. Get back in your cave, stoner. Certainly I don't have an answer for that. I don't have an answer for that. I'm not high can't enough, remember. Man. I can't remember. What? I'm Dave's a, not here. I'm a full proponent for legalization of marijuana. However... Pot culture just annoys the shit out. It yeah. does. Oh. It is. It's fucking annoying. Oh, it's fucking annoying. It yes. is the worst. I was talked into watching Pineapple Express. Oh, oh it's awful. <laughs> so movie. awful. I did not find humor in it whatsoever. The movie was not made for you. It was oh. clearly not made for me. And the person I was watching it with was laughing hysterically through the whole thing, yep. and I'm like, through a cloud of smoke. What is <laughs> funny about this? They can no longer be your friend. Uh, I guess. You'd think it was funny if you was high. Oh, just farted. If I have to be high to enjoy something, it's not good. Agreed. Light Agreed. a fucking match, Paul. Huh? Light a match or something. No, Jesus. no, no, no. This has to This has to get to you guys. This oh, don't really fire. Don't oh, light a match. It has uh, to. Yeah, this is good for you. This is its destiny. You're going to build it a special It must go room. on to live this in you. Why it was created. I'm sharing my essence. Oh. I wonder how I can breathe through oh, my mouth. Here it comes. Here's yes, the essence. Paul. Woo! The That's essence made his way to me. Great. Yep. Sorry. Ugh. You got. Wow, you ate that whole bag of gummy cola. I that sure explains did. the smell. The second one, though. Oh, okay. Go for it. Yeah, it's a little mix of gummy cola and <laughs> sweet tea. You're a rotten man, I swear. Mixed, mixed, mixed with <laughs> was it turkey lunchables. Something done crawled up inside you and died, son. Yep. yep. A production news site called The Tracking Board claims that Universal Pictures is getting ready to bring the popular 1970s TV series. The six dollar, six million dollar man. The six dollar man. You remember that? The six dollar man. man. The six dollar thirty eight cent man. <laughs> oh, that's right. Not about that's that. two whole rolls of duct tape. <laughs> Is that the robot chicken one? The, the six pace, the six thousand peso man, the or whatever. Six, the six million peso man. Yeah. <laughs> the six million dollar man to the big screen with Mark Wahlberg being courted. And to they're take really the going to call it the six million dollar uh, man. Still? Yeah, they still are. Stupid shits. Well, who knows? Maybe they'll change it, but that's the six billion. They're certainly basing man? it on that, so which that is might based off of a book, a book called yep. Cyborg, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, so Wahlberg is being quoted to take on the role of Steve Austin, uh, astronaut whose body is rebuilt with cybernetics after a near fatal crash in the, in an aircraft. I will not give a fuck unless Ted DiBiase is scheduled to star in this. Oh, picture. bullshit! Oh, oh, get ready name. for more. It's Wait not a second! Over. Bullshit! The dude's name Steve Austin. There's only one guy who could play Steve Austin. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> It's about time I start in this movie. I'm about to turn on my super sight, find your ass and stop a mud hole in it and walk it dry. I actually could be the million dollar man because I got both my legs all jacked up on weird plastic shit. I'm a mess. I'm a damn mess. You can still I, kick I your ass. Much, I've never liked him at all. Um, you and I are no longer not friends. A Stone, <laughs> not a Stone Cold fan because he he perpetuates that whole uh, thing of I'm going to drink beer and flip you off. Yes, wrestling. Get Tru- out of here. Truck nuts. Are you he's much he, better than that. Truck oh really? <laughs> are you just upset if that he's he wouldn't stay with Jamie that, Summers? Why did he go? Da- what said about an Indian you're Summer? Just, you're just upset that he wouldn't stay with Jamie Summers. That's that's the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that he um, wouldn't stay with Sasquatch. It's looking like the film may be directed by Peter Berg. Oh, oh we're in ooh. for a treat. Whose previous sci-fi outings include Battleship and Hancock. Yeah. Wow. 
And as Jeff mentioned, the original series was based on a novel called Cyborg by Martin Candine and kicked off with three TV movies in 1973 before settling in as a regular series for five seasons from 74 to 78. Did you read the God. Cyborg novels? I forgot it ran that long. Uh, I, I, tried it, I think I did, but I, I, I remember reading it. You just got to the part where it got really, really hot and we were like, I, I don't, I just, I'll just no, dog ear these few pages and come back <laughs> I to I remember those. loving the TV series. Oh, I bet. Back in the... <laughs> Back in the uh, this it, it when well when I was a kid late seventies early eighties and then I remember the first time it clicked with me that it was based on something else because I mean it says it in the credits but and it it just had never dawned on me oh there is a book out there and I do remember going to the library and getting the book unfortunately I don't remember much else about that um, oh man he got man in black I remember if I. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't. I, I I was reading a lot at that point in my life. I mean, yeah. that's where he I read had a problem. Well, I I read <laughs> you were reading a lot, but without retention. Is that what you're telling me? No, I me? was reading a lot of books, so some of them have melded just, together oh, in my brain. Shit. Um, Holy crap! So you've got an omni novel, for some like re- the greatest yeah. book ever written, in there? <laughs> something like or that, the, or the worst book ever written. He, he, re- <laughs> he remembers the six million dollar Logan's Run, right? Exactly. <laughs> He's got a bunch of fucking Logan's hobbits. Run was one of the books I read. Are there a bunch of hobbits? Two thousand one, a space odyssey. Two thousand ten, yeah. Odyssey two. I mean, I read a lot of really heady stuff for my age. You and read an Odyssey two. The the title for the, the follow up oh, book okay. to two thousand one, a space space Odyssey, is called two thousand ten. Odyssey two, they like changed the, the movie title. Yeah, to the year they we made contact. They changed it to match with the computer the mo- as the a tie-in. No, the movie title is the year is we made 2002, contact. The year we made contact. Yes, but the actual novel that that movie is, is based Odyssey on two. is Odyssey two. I'm saying there's a computer called Odyssey two. Yeah, there Let is now. Me you place all you the things on the screen. Yeah. Me Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> That was a commercial for it. <laughs> Thank you for enlightening us with that. <laughs> I feel like we made contact. <laughs> this is a year, fuckers. I never really watched Six Million Dollar Man. Oh, I loved that. I ate that shit up when I was a kid. I remember the hell out of that toy. Wasn't that oh, Lee yeah. Majors? Oh, the toy, the toy oh, was, was so... Lee yeah, Majors Lee was Majors. played Steve Austin, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Lee Majors I was a really good... The Fall Guy was one of his best shows, I think. Well, I mean, who didn't watch I, Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> Thanks. Uh-oh. Thanks for that. What? Go ahead. We have some do we? Yeah, I've told this story before. <laughs> I, all, I don't need to hear a, a story. Should we Lee all Majors and Mr. T. And I did a fan fiction story of Lee Majors and Mr. Oh, T. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. Up, I love the Fall Guy. Um, and uh, I was always a little bit confused as a kid because I always thought, fuck this million dollar man shit. He should be the fall guy again. Exactly. When I'd watch repeats and shit. It was a little I, bit was, after my time. I was going to say, the, you got them in the wrong order. Fall guy was afterwards. Yeah, fall guy was in my time. Uh, Syndication. Six Million Dollar Man was before my time. Syndication. News you don't give a shit about. Joining the likes of Alice in Wonderland, Maleficent, uh, and upcoming title Cinderella, The Jungle Book, and Beauty and the Beast, Disney is now developing a live action take on the 1941 classic Dumbo. Uh, no, no, oh, no, boy. Uh, the new live action take on Dumbo will be written by Aaron Kruger. Unless it sta- stars Tony Jaw, I want no part of it. I saw the protector. That's all you need. You want Dumbo live action? See the protector. A baby elephant is tossed by a villain. That's all you need to fucking know. <laughs> no, I need to know who's voicing the crows. Yeah. I be done seen about everything <laughs> when I, I see, see an elephant, elephant fly. <laughs> 
Why getters? You can do it. Oh my god! You guys. <laughs> I can't believe that well, just happened. Well, I'd say. I'd say. This oh, I loved me some Dumbo when I was a kid, man. <laughs> It's yeah. totally horrible now when you look at look back on it, but wow, at the it's time, a lovely, it was like, it's a lovely movie. It's just unfortunate yeah. that Amos and Andy show is yeah. gross. At the end this is a job for the Wayans brothers. Uh, yeah, no, it's a little. And the Amos and Andy crows are the most positive characters in the whole movie. Oh, it's a dark mm. movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, then it's in good hands with Aaron Kruger, the uh, writer. He also and son of. Freddy Krueger, notorious child murderer. I believe, I, uh, he would I be directing apropos because yeah. he's murdering a child. The man who invented bobbing for French fries. Right, you're, you're my, mistaken. Da- <laughs> my, <laughs> my dad killed a lot of kids and no, no, b- put his mistake, face in a lot of fry dry it's fryers. <laughs> it's not the same. Kruger. Yes, it is. No, I'm, Listen, I'm Andy Krueger. I'm not. I'm <laughs> your Andy Krueger. I'm Jake Krueger. Andy Krueger's Aaron Krueger. Aaron Krueger. Isn't that the guy that played Gollum? I'm Jeff Krueger, and I'd like you to know that my father is. Is Freddy Krueger, and I'm directing this movie. It's scary. Basically, Dumbo falls into a fryer and gets all burn facey, and then he comes out and he's like, "Oh, I've got the body, and you've got the brains." And he says that to the Brain Man, who's one of the circus freaks. Where the fuck I'm are you glad going? Glad it kind of ended there. All right, just yeah, isn't just, it supposed uh, to be you've got the body and I've got the brain? Well, I'm changing it because I'm Steven oh, okay. Kruger and I can make it. <laughs> Steven, he was I just Jeff. Anytime I'd like to change things, I can you're do it. You're just changing so the name every five seconds. I thought you were going to say, are and you I approve this Carl, message. Carl Kruger's uh, call. Are you Stephen Fry? Did you I'm say you're Carl Stephen Fry? Kruger. Carl Kruger. I'm Carl Kruger, real estate agent to the stars and director of this new Dumbo movie. Two seconds ago, you were Jeff Kruger. I am Kevin Kruger. <laughs> what I sell are dreams and, and nightmares. By the way, my dad sold and nightmares. And Krugerans. Kevin Krugerans. You, you were great in K Pax, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Aaron Kruger's writing credits include. <laughs> Joe Whom? <laughs> Joe, Joe Mama. Mama. <laughs> His writing credits include. The recent Transformers, Age of Extinction, Transformers, Darks of the Moon. This guy's doing Dumbo? Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. Boom! The Brothers Grimm, The Skeleton Key, The Ring, and its sequel, and Scream 3. Boo this guy out of the fucking business. I enjoy the Skeleton Key. It was an Dumbo. I enjoy the Skeleton Key. I like The Ring. They are going to get him out of the business because he has made a fuckload of money with those movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I did see Maleficent. Believe it or not, I'm sorry. Maleficent. Bless you. Maleficent. I saw Maleficent. It's actually a pretty cool little movie. We're gonna get Doctors Without Borders in here, and we're gonna fix that. You mean Beyond fix Borders? You're Oh wow. I think they might have a thing. Adam's just counting down the days now. America, He's like, there, is, there are so many again. children and men around the world who can't say the word Maleficent, and we need your help. We're Doctors Without Borders who fix people's <laughs> fucked up mouths that can't say Maleficent. It I was like no money. Do, I thought you were going to do the Sally Struthers impression there. Like, <laughs> Please give. Come aboard Please the sunshine give. train. Please give. Babies are dead. Now that you've mentioned that, by the way, please, I don't have the money to spend on that, so please stop sending me the pictures of kids with the fucked up mouths. <laughs> don't send the pictures of you. We'll be just fine. You need to unsubscribe to kidswithfuckedupmouths.com. No shit. 
Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, yes, the kids are the fucked up mouth of the bus club. <laughs> Once you're on that list, I've guys, seen the, he's I've sitting your, right here. I've seen your desk calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I choose to look at that. You know what? Mouth of the day. July the is day. inexcusable. July, July is inexcusable. It's a mouth of the day calendar. Yeah. Every day there's a different one. <laughs> I want to make that calendar now. <laughs> <laughs> kids with fucked up mouths. Oh, that's great. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, on. your take on Maleficent? <laughs> uh, Melissa's vent? I thought it was a good kids movie. I, do, I really did. Okay. I thought it was. It was. I thought it was very entertaining. Oh, you liked it? Yeah, I mean, for what it is. It's a, it's a children's... I would say it's like a, a tweener movie. Like, 11, you're a tweener. 11 to 14. Over, if you're over 14, it's kind of like murder. 11 to 14. I think if you were a young girl, you would them. adore it. Definitely. So and if you're Paul's so age, Paul, you're going to love it. Adora it? Adora it. Adora it? No, not Isadora. No, Adora is the name of the princess, right? Yeah. Uh, Aurora. Oh, Aurora. Aurora. Oh, Aurora. Oh, that's right. Aurora Borealis. Borealis. you got to pronounce it as an R, not a D, Paul. Aurora bore her asshole. That's not at all. What? The second letter. <laughs> That's not what that means at all. I wish my name was Aurora bore her asshole. Do you? you can have it. No, you could probably have that. Yeah. See, I thought it was. No one else is having it. That, that, that license plate taken. <laughs> Aurora bore her anus. It could Aurora bore her anus. There it is. We found it. It could be your secondary <laughs> porn name. Thank I'm sorry, God what? We found it. It can be your secondary porn name. My secondary porn name? What's my first? I can't remember. You had, oh, had another one earlier. I'm pretty, sure it's, oh, I'm pretty oh, sure it's Paul Mattingly. There was something I was meaning to tell you. <laughs> oh, boy. About porn? Je- 80s Jeff needed your help earlier to rubbing one out, and you just weren't oh, here. Lord. <laughs> and I came up with a good idea. <laughs> you can ah, help him rub one whoa, out while singing whoa, something about batch attack. Write to us, comments at thecastro.com. <laughs> what Torgo. the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't help rubbing one out. I'm General yes, Luddy. Yes, he did. He said it that way. He even said it that way. He said Torgo he needs was some here. help rubbing one out. Torgo I, was here. I can't even remember how that was brought up, what you guys oh are talking about. Oh, my God. Oh, we were Lordy, talking about Lordy, physical Lordy. back pain. It's called back hurt. Oh, that's it's right. You had, you had needed some, some back hurt. Massage, have, right. Yes. I, have, I forget the condition <laughs> it's called. <laughs> Uh, every now and then I get these little protein deposits in my oh, lower you, you back. Get and what? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my! Did everybody hear what just happened? Oh, oh yeah, we heard it. Eighties Jeff just said occasionally he gets small protein deposits on his lower back. In my lower back. <laughs> in the muscles. All the way in. That this guy's got some fucking firepower. That's a deep injection. Who's yeah? He is dealing you some fucking damage. That is a turkey baster. <laughs> After this, Amy oh. Jeff is going to kill me, but I had to. Protein deposits. That's a, oh. that's a turkey baster attached uh, to a super soaker. I watched protein deposits on my lower back 17 before I came over here. There were so many unanswered questions. Dirty birds, all of them. Anyways, he so calcified. So you have to- calcified deposits on your bones? They're pa- no, it's it's in the muscle. It's in the muscle tissue. That they're painful little bumps in the muscle tissue <gasps> that require a good massage to get them to break apart. He says he needed uh, someone to rub them out, and I I mentioned you <laughs> while singing something about Vagitech. Do you have a place you go? Not currently, no. Ah. Which is why I recommended you, Paul. Aren't there some good massage parlors around here? Actually, I'm yeah. sure there are. The School of Massage Therapy is pretty cheap. It is. There you cheap. go. Jeff's just like, anyway. move on. <laughs> Fucking move on. <laughs> anyway. 
we're sorry we mocked your pain, but it, 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 it was yeah. a softball. I'm sorry, Jeff. Anyway. It was a softball that I didn't even throw. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. My bad. Now you know who to punch. The softball was in a bag. The softball I didn't even throw. The story of 80s Jeff. No, I got nothing. I was trying to make fun of Paul, not you. Well... You should have known better. <laughs> that is my fucking bad. <laughs> the softball I didn't even throw. Subtitle, I am Vagitac. <laughs> the, the 80s Jeff story. <laughs> oh, you got to give him that one. <laughs> you got to give him that. I don't know how to give him anything. Oh, You've given small. him plenty. <laughs> You you've given me the gift that keeps on giving with small protein deposits in the in the small of the back. Oh my That's god! That's nothing to make fun of, though. Seriously. Oh, you're right. No, it's serious. Oh no, it's plenty to make fun of, but I didn't feel bad for him too. I mean, it's serious. Oh stuff. my god! No Ooh. deposit, no return. Torgo, all deposits will be back to you. <laughs> available the next business day. <laughs> we're, we're talking about Dumbo's. Uh, Is that what we were? You don't get to withdraw. Has anybody heard uh, "Stay Awake"? The uh, it was a. It was an album of various people covering Disney songs. Oh, that was a while ago. That yeah, that a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. There's some good stuff on that. It's called well, Stay it's Awake. Remi- yeah, that, yeah. But the, uh, the this Dumbo thing is <laughs> Well, dark. it's like, you know, songs that you would traditionally sing as like lullabies to your kids, right. but then they did all these like rock stars. And oh, okay. And Susan like Vega. Them, and, yeah. But the one that the one that sticks out my head for this one, for Susan the Dumbo. Susan Vega. That's no, the... seriously, it's probably 20 years old. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah. the one that sticks out my head for this dark Dumbo is uh, um, Tom Waits doing Hi-Ho. Ah-hoo, ah-hoo, it's off the work we go. Wow. It's really creepy. But it would be the soundtrack for this Dumbo movie. Even though Dumbo doesn't have any dwarves. Well, they'd add it in. Just so, yeah. I-ho in it. Yeah. yeah. So. Actually, Stay Awake is from Dumbo. It's the lullaby that his it mom is. sings. Yep. News you don't give a shit about. A trailer has been released for the longest movie ever made. <laughs> The movie is called Ambiance, and it's a 720-hour-long film. What? Wow, that's... That's 30 days. Wow. And the trailer for the film alone is 72 minutes long. <laughs> the movie comes from Swedish filmmaker and artist Anders Weberg. And Which he, translates to <laughs> king asshole. <laughs> and he's looking to premiere it in 2020. <laughs> if he can secure the rights <laughs> oh. for, for a... For a fucking venue within the next eight months. He's looking to premiere it in all of 2020. Right, exactly. <laughs> the what trailer a- is described as follows. In the piece, ambiance, space, and time is intertwined into a surreal dreamlike journey beyond places and in an abstract, nonlinear narrative summary of the artist's time spent with the moving image. A sort of memoir movie. This in the visual expression that has constantly characterized the work throughout the artist's career, unquote. I want to punch him right in his art school. <laughs> I, I did wait, watch parts of the trailer. Yeah, not the whole thing. It sounds like you didn't want to sit there for 70 minutes? Well, all I know is it starts with a shot out the front window with the windows wipers, window wipers going, rain coming down. And then I fast forwarded eight minutes later, and it's still that same shot. Gotcha. It's one of those. So nights. it's ambiance. It's basically it's all literally ambiance. You, you, uh, yeah. You know, there's a, you know, sleep there's a, the movie. There's a 24 hour music video for Happy 
for Feral's Happy. You mean somebody cut together YouTube and... I mean, Feral released it. It's actually a whole website. Feral. And, and you, you turn it on and it's the same time it is on there. You can you can watch the whole thing in real time of 24 hours of music video of Happy over and over with... And different various... and interesting things happen? Well, have you seen the actual video for it, which is a bunch of people dancing around, basically walking and dancing. They're walking towards the camera and dancing, mostly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, they filmed every one of those people that are in that video doing that for the full song. And that's what this 24 hours is, is various people doing that. Oh, instead of you only see him for... Instead of the fast cuts, you're seeing the whole thing. You know what? I would rather watch a 24-hour video of Happy than ever fucking hear Don't Stop Believing Again in my lifetime. (laughs) I'm not joking. journey hater. I am a journey hater, and I proudly admit it. It's about the journey. You hold on to that feeling. It's about the journey. Oh, you know what? Blow me. (laughs) Weekend Geek! I guess I had that shot coming. That took a while. That took a while to get to Weekend Geek. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jeff. Not that it's getting, getting that much better outside the gate. Oh. Marvel has hired two new writers to rewrite the Ant-Man script. Oh, Lord. Uh, most recently revised by Adam McKay. Those two screenwriters are Gabriel Ferrari and Andrew Bearer. Uh, they are production writers, which means they'll be on the set of the film while it's shooting in Atlanta. Uh, so they'll be constantly be working on the script and making revisions during production, which is not unusual. Uh, Ferrari and, Bar- and Barrar broke into the business uh, out of NYU with t- 2010 blacklist script they wrote called Die in a Gunfight. And they also worked on a script of a big screen adaptation of Sabrina the Teenage Witch for Sony. Apparently it was the Sabrina script that impressed Marvel. <laughs> Please say you're lying. That's real. That's all real information. I don't know if this Ant-Man movie is ever going to get made now. Oh, it's getting made. It starts shooting in like two weeks. Two weeks, and they just finished scripts, or they're like still continuing? They're still writing. I'm sure. Yes. Um, I would actually have hoped for Doctor Strange before Ant-Man, but it looks like that'll be the last one in the in the bucket so far. I, yeah, I really don't know. It just really makes me nervous. I, I just... doesn't sound good. I'm no, sen- it doesn't. I'm sensing Alan Smithy. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. I mean, you got a director that had such a prime vision, and he quits because yeah. the vision is no longer. And what is this? This is fourth and fifth writers involved with it, something like that. Yeah, something. Yeah. Speaking of Marvel, I came across, and not just the Guardians thing. I came across something that they were discussing about making Anthony Mackie, uh, who was you know, let's uh, um, fuck his movie in the last Captain America movie. They're kind of considering making him the next star of the Captain America movies. Uh, not, Winter Soldier. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, but like, does he play? Does he play the Winter Soldier? Does he play uh, Sam Wilson? No, but I think he. They're going to make him as like the better Captain America instead of even continuing on with Bucky. I was reading this entire article today. Oh, um, I'll have to pass. I'll have to forward it to you guys. But it was really an interesting article about that. Like he was like might be the new forefront of Captain America in general. Okay, I I'm, you have to go back for him because I'm slow. Who's he, who? The actor? What does he play? In Anthony Mackie plays. Uh, what's the character's name? Um, he plays Winter Soldier? No. no. Bucky Larson? No, the black guy. Oh, oh the Falcon. Sam Wilson Falcon. He plays Falcon, okay. yes. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, well, consi- that, that makes sense because they did that. They did, Marvel did a uh, uh, the, the first Captain America in their retcon stuff they did about 10 years ago was a black soldier who got the super soldier serum. They're oh, thinking yeah, of doing I have that. that. I have Is that, that what they're doing? Okay, I think so, so but it's not. It. It's that, that's cool. And yeah, and, uh, and his kid becomes... Uh, Young Avenger, Captain America. It would make because they're and so they're okay. thinking about going dis, discerning away from mm-hmm. uh, the Bucky Bucky Barnes character. Okay, so we'll see. 
Well, I mean, Bucky Barnes is the Winter Soldier. He couldn't. I mean, it could do a lot of stuff. But, right, but yeah. we all know that Bucky ended up becoming Captain America. Yeah. As well, so. Yeah. And then at some point, uh, Steve Rogers comes back, and we have two Captain Americas, mm-hmm. which still confuses the hell out of me in the comic I think, series. I think that I was in the reading. movie, Steve's going to die. No, that's too quick. <laughs> no. no, I'm being quite no, honest. No, it's a collective sigh. That you mean in the the end. Avengers two? No, I think Electric I think the Captain America three, he's going to die. Uh, I think if they did it, that'd be the, the absolute earliest. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be it. It's and by that time, Marvel stuff. might need a shakeup. So, well, it's all contract stuff. It gets well, to I mean, the point where you know they're going to yeah. have to let Robert Downey go at some point because mm-hmm. he's going to be too much money. Yeah. Uh, producer Carl Masick has teamed up with production and distribution company Harmony Gold on the new this Robo- is Robotech. Robotech Academy. That's the only thing Harmony Gold ever does. A new Reish series set Robotech. in the Robotech universe that will follow several new cadets in their adventures around the universe. The issue is that they need half a million bucks to put it together, and they're aiming to raise $500,000, which will be used to produce a full 24-minute pilot episode. According to their Kickstarter, that cash will cover character design, mech design, 3D modeling, 3D animation, 2D animation, screenwriting, sound engineering, music composition, casting, voice acting, and recording, and will also give a foundation on which to build future episodes. What it probably is, that 500 grand is probably what Harmony Gold is demanding for their licensing fee. No, I mean, it's... It's Harmony Gold that's doing it. That's a lot. They are they are creating a Kickstarter to re- start up a new. That's a lot of money for one episode. Uh, a pilot, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money. I don't like it. Harmony yeah. Gold's no good. They're they have a notorious reputation. Well, I, I have a I have a hard time with anybody that oh, that has rights to a franchise going to Kickstarter to. I'm hey, get, let's yeah. help us make our TV show, guys. Yeah. The whole that we've done in the past. The whole like well, they, they never did it in the past. No, oh, they didn't. The they just bought the rights. They just bought the rights. I no, see. They're yeah. just a distribution company. Yeah. So they own the rights, but they now own they the rights to all they want of North someone America. Else to pay for them. Yeah. The yeah, whole fans to pay for the whole well-established companies or. Rich people, celebrities using Kickstarter to start. You know what? No, I'm sorry. It's, it's disgusting. Shady Har- yeah. Harmony Gold is not just a distributor. They own the licensing rights to all of the Robotech series in North America, as well as several other Japanese properties. So anytime somebody wants to make a toy here in the U.S., they have to pay Harmony Gold. Anybody wants Any to toy? make a poster, they have to pay Harmony Any Gold. Any poster? Any poster. That, wow. That's how of, of, of the, of the Robotech stuff. That is crazy. <laughs> Patent trolls, man. Patent trolls. That is insane. That's essentially that's, that's what basi- they are. That's basically what Harmony Gold is. That's essentially they are what they are. They were a, a patent troll. troll. They, they just kind of lucked in like Sony did early on to get the Spider-Man thing. So if you want your Robotech, you better pay up. Yeah, yeah essentially. If you want your new Robotech, you better pay. Uh, no, it's not going to get any better than it was. Leave have, it alone. Have you seen the SLG uh, publishing uh, Kickstarter? Uh, I'm not even sure what that is. It's Slave like labor. Saddest Kickstarter ever. What's going on? <clears throat> Slave labor graphics, which is actually the company that published my comics. Um, um, they just can't. They just not, they're not making it. They had a whole bunch of setbacks and and they lost a bunch of you know, the bed problems. This is a part. successful Kickstarter. They, they, no, a, they have it out right there now. They have a Kickstarter out there. Please save the company. Oh. Just please save the company. Yeah, because they're going we need under. Money to boost us up. Is Evan Dorkin still under them, or he's been doing his own thing? Evan now? Dorkin puts out a book about once every three years. I know it's not going to support him. Yeah, he's hilarious though. I am sad when any game company, comic book company, folds. However, to go to Kickstarter and say, 
please donate and keep us alive also seems kind of... Uh, yeah, that's... I mean, it would be one thing to say, hey, we'll give you a share in the company if you... You know, who knows what the, the price... You know, because you usually get something in return. You know, so I... If, but you can't do that through Kickstarter. I don't think you can invest in yeah. a company like that. I don't think it you doesn't can. work that way. So it seems like a company should, if they want to make it a public company, which sounds like they're they're trying to avoid doing, right. they're just asking you to give them money, and they'll give you some kind of product in return. I assume a punch in the dick. A punch. Well, that's, that's my Kickstarter. That's more of a service than a product. Punch in the dick Kickstarter. <laughs> I guess I could stop. That's waiting what you. For, get, uh, that's what happens when you only give them a dollar. If you give me a dollar, <laughs> but it might hurt your royalties. Well, I was gonna say no. I'm not having any royalties. And yeah, Paul, I, you I, wonder I, why I nobody donates. I guess you can stop waiting for a reprint of beer and rum in Las Vegas. And then I go. Oh my gosh, everybody's giving me tons of money for dick punching. And then you Isn't have to go around. That does that? You have to go around punching people in the dick. I mean, careful what you offer. Yeah. Man. That's, that's some big shipping. There is. There is there's a guy on this trip that does that, right? Who, yeah, let's, you punch me in the crotch for 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kick, kick me in the nuts for 20 bucks, yeah. yeah. That's cheap. I'm sure. I, I would give Jeff 20 bucks to kick you in the nuts. I'm sure he would. <laughs> I'd do it for free. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take his 20 bucks. You kick him in the nuts. No one <laughs> kicks my nuts. Still not sure. Still not sure if we've even left news you don't give a shit about. Uh, audition Jeez. is being remade for audi- American <sighs> audiences. Fart noise. It's based Super on... Super fart noise. They, they just did old boy. Haven't they yeah. learned their lesson? Stop uh, it. Just Stop. Audition's okay, but it's not that great. Yeah, it's it's it is, shocking. Is all it it's is. a shocking, good film. It's shocking, sort of. It, sh- it was shocking at the time, it. sort yeah. of. But it's not even like, like it was. It's not like it's a paragon of storytelling. Well, and not not only that, it's like it's right up. It's right along the same time as uh, as uh, shit. What's that other one that came out? Itchy the Killer. Yeah, came out, and it's like. Itchy the Killer puts that thing to shame. Yes. Well, no shit, but in, in all regards, shocking in a, right. otherwise. In an aspect, I mean, I would these movies like Old Boy and uh, Audition. Audition. These are movies that should have been done way before, like The Ring or Juwan. As uh, a redo, I mean, they in, should in the scope never, of things, yeah. Stop redoing shit. If you want to see the movie, they, they're learn doing to it read because subtitles. people it. don't like to read subtitles. Exactly, we're doing. I, uh, we're doing people this don't films. like to do it. We've then had this discussion it. before. The, they're doing people these don't films like dubbing because they, the American audience wants to see them. They just don't want to see them in the Japanese form. Stupid. Well, for those who don't know what an audition is, it's based on the 1997 it's novel. When you go in with a script, yeah, that's it. Not and always. the Ben's who's going to make the movie says, "Read the scripts," and you go, "Blah blah blah, dumb Hollywood, blah blah, Seven Up, Pepsi placement, blah blah, STP Motor Oil, blah blah, Optimus Prime, blah blah, Wiener, blah blah, Megan." That's Fox. how he gets the big bucks. And they go, "Yeah, you're says hired." Says the guy, "You're hired, Arnold placement. Schwarzenegger." Says the guy who comes in with product placement every Wait, week on the what? show. Where does a protein stained couch come in? Huh? <laughs> protein stained couch. Uh, Starring protein stained couch as my former lover. I it's just eat a lot of beef sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Right. Tell it to someone who doesn't know what you covered with protein stained couch. It's based on the 1997 <laughs> novel by Ryo Murakami, and the, to- uh, the story follows a lonely widower. Who gets more than he bargains for when he puts out a fake casting call to find a new girlfriend? The original film is directed by Takashi Miike, and it gained quite a cult following since its release in 1999. So it's the same guy. Uh, the new film will be directed by Richard Gray, and Deadline gives some details on the story, saying that the quote unlucky protagonist is Sam Davis, who lives alone with his son, 
following the death of his wife seven years prior and is convinced by a filmmaker friend to stage the fake auditions. The former, a, uh, the former ballerina with a mysterious past he falls for is now named Evie Lawrence, but otherwise details fall closely in line with the Mirakami bestseller. It's not that chick from Black Swan, is it? Who knows? Mila Kunis? Yeah, no. I no, I mean the, the character from Black oh. Swan. Oh, no. No, I don't think so. That fucking movie. <laughs> That's a I, trip, I have never huh? seen it, but you two definitely that don't like it. Piece of shit movie. No, I don't know. That movie you is really a prime example that if a mainstream, if you can get two mainstream star women to have a lesbian scene and naked, any movie will be a success. It doesn't matter how stupid or shitty the fucking story is. I don't know. Everybody will go ape shit for that movie. I didn't. I didn't go ape shit for it certainly, but I but the country went crazy for that movie. Yeah, I didn't hate it. That movie, I think that movie, the idea in that movie was far more interesting than the execution. Well, was it really that successful, it's, though? It, it's also a 30-minute piece. Yeah, it's not a two-hour movie. It didn't need the time that it took. Who yeah. directed that? Aronofsky, uh, right? Was it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I can't remember offhand. Hmm. But I the point is, that the, uh, the, the character from Black Swan would be a bad Black person Song. to date. It oh, was it Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Aronofsky. I just I didn't care for that movie. I mean, I I was bored by it, and and like ten it's minutes in, it's too long. Ten minutes in, you know what's going on. I just watched Noah for the first time. Yeah, the other oh, two days ago. What happened? Wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that took a left turn. What but, but yes, well, we were talking about Arnosco. What happened yeah, in Noah? Floods. What happened in Noah? Uh, I'm pretty sure that same a thing. Flood. Same thing. Yeah. Pretty predictable. No, did, did, it it turn out, did it turn out she was a dream? There's some kind of flood. Noah. You know, some big his, boat. his imagery in these films are just... This second giraffe is an illusion that I've created. I imagined a perfect giraffe to fuck my other giraffe. No, he's another director that's more visual than than <laughs> right. than, than Let's not. Let's hope all directors are more visual. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Than, than not visual, you know. And, yes. Uh, I but guess there are he's some a very directors artistic who, director. There'd be nice to have a little better story than and a little better storytelling. Sometimes I think he's I think he's definitely on the come up with some of his films. Um, yeah. I mean, he's done Requiem for a Dream. He's done Pie. He's done The Fountain. A lot of people hated The Fountain. So Requiem for a Dream is an amazing movie, and Pie is a very fascinating movie. Those are definitely two good movies. But he's also younger and really determined to prove himself at that time. I think sometimes those hurdles that are put in front of us can make us more uh, better uh, creators. I kind of like Requiem no. for an American pie when I get home. <laughs> uh, I've never I never did see the fountain. So. Uh, it's a good film. Yeah, no people so. speak highly of it. But Noah, did you uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, you I, saw it, right, Torger? I did. I liked. You I said liked it was. You, you it said it was night. ridiculously yeah, fun. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was. I enjoyed it. The cinematography yeah. is great. The soundtrack is great. God um, told Noah, "There's gonna be a floody, floody." God told Noah, "Stop!" <laughs> Damn, I thought we were going to this. <laughs> How, what's the next part? <laughs> Arky, Arky was my line. favorite part. Yeah, though. get those animals yeah. out on the Arky, Arky. Andy was just happy. A song I know, not something Paul's making up. Yeah. Well, the song's about as old as you Andy, so he didn't let us finish. He didn't finish a crow song, man. <laughs> Noah was lonely; he had protein on his lower back. I'm sure his name's not Badge Attack. <laughs> Badge Attack rhymes with lower back. We've got a hit. <laughs> That's the name of the song. 
Vagitag Grimes <laughs> Lower Back We've Got to Hit. It's the name of the song. Yep. <laughs> it's the name of the song, not the autobiography. <laughs> it's the name of the song that becomes a hit. Vagitag Grimes Lower Back We've Got to Hit. And what was the name of the book? A Softball I Didn't Even Throw? A Softball I Didn't Even Throw. I Am Vagitag by 80s Jam. <laughs> A softball oh, I didn't meaty. even throw. Oh God, that's good. That's that's a meaty quote. <laughs> wizards go pee. Speaking Wiz- of wizards, you know, what? wait till after this one. Oh shit! Is it about a wizard sleeve? Uh, wizards of the Coast has teamed up with fourteen <laughs> video game luminaries to create special Four. cards for the upcoming collectible trading card game Magic 2015. Oh shit! Jewels of the Playing Walkers hey. and Magic 2015 Core. Oh fuck. These playable cards were conceived by such notable developers as George Fan, who did Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, yeah, these are all going to have special artwork. Yep. Notch, who did Minecraft. Uh, Rob Pardo of World of Warcraft. Written Richard Garriott of Ultima, each with uh, infusing their own personal style into the card's designs. Uh, the full list of uh, designers and the cards include Spirit Bonds by Justin Gary, Wall of Essence by Isaiah Cartwright, Chasm Sculler by Mike Newman, Master Predicaments by David Serlin, Cruel Sadist by Edmund McMillan, uh, Obnoxious Unshackled by Brad Muir, uh, Axrid Slyblade by Rob Pardo, Aggressive Mining by Notch, Goblin Kaboomist by Stone LeBrand, uh, Genesis Hydra by George Fan, Yisan the Wanderer Bard by Brian Fago, Avis, uh, Avarice Amulet by Penny Arcade, Hot Soup by James Ernst, Shield of the Avatar by Richard Garriott, and the Magic Community Developed Waste Not. And will be part of the Planeswalkers and Core series 2015. Oh, Just the fuck. video game, right? This, Just the fuck. They got me by I the short curlies. Actually the, the actual card game itself. I'm definitely. Oh, they had a, you at Penny Arcade. Oh, I'm definitely getting a big box. I'm definitely going to get a big box for 2015 then to get that. Uh, it's, this is it's exciting. In, it's in the core set or is it in special sets? Uh, according to Planeswalkers, they're, they're doing it for both Planeswalkers and the core. So now Planeswalkers, there's a Planeswalkers practical real world card game also but they're talking about mostly the game that you play online um according to this Duel of planeswalkers is the online version right so 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 for both then i guess but That's, that makes is, sense for this okay all right great i'm getting that new one is supposed to be the the shit yeah it's supposed to be pretty much fully customizable this year we're gonna be playing again oh the video i play i haven't stopped <laughs> no he still plays, i haven't yeah. stopped i still play magic every once in a blue moon but when and it's every summer when that shit comes out i'm I jump on it. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, but I'll probably buy a box of these new uh, 2015s. I like getting the core sets every year more than the specialty stuff. I just need more people to play with. Yeah. Online, you mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm small, they're back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got to go pee. All right, you go pee. Uh, the British Advertising Standards Authority, the ASA, has ruled that EA's fl- free-to-play mobile title Dungeon Keeper can no longer be advertised in the region as being free. The Watchdog Agency said that the timed in-game events that prevent players from progressing without microtransactions are why EA needs to make the changes in how it advertises the game. Mostly free. EA's uh, iOS version of Dungeon Keeper is free to download and play without making in-app purchases, but there are certain moments within the game where players are forced to wait for a countdown timer to finish in order to continue playing. The ASA also said that this timer becomes, quote, excessively onerous as players go deeper into the game and can only be skipped by paying money. 
quote, we regard it as extremely likely that players would reach a position where they would be unable to take any further meaningful or progressive action in the game until a timer had finished or been skipped, and that these periods would become longer and more significant, and the cost of skipping increasingly higher as the player progressed, reads the ASA's statement. From the information available in the ad, players would expect the gameplay progression and their ability to advance to be unhindered by unexpected and excessively onerous delays, and we therefore considered that the length and frequency of these countdown events was beyond that which would be reasonably expected by players, unquote. Thank you. Uh-huh. EA responded to the ruling by saying that it did not feel that its ads were misleading because in-app purchases are not required to play Dungeon Keeper, uh, they're also a means for some players to progress more quickly as a matter of personal preference. But no matter what EA says, it has to change the way it advertises the game in the UK if it wants to continue selling it there. So how long are these pauses? I haven't, I haven't played the game random. because I know that game is shit. It's sounding like what they were saying there. It's sounding like at first the pauses aren't very long, but then they become longer or they become more frequent throughout the game you but have to are regularly we, are we talking you know seconds minutes hours usually with these kind of games it can be uh, it's usually hours wow are they talking oh, really? like pauses like you actually hit to a point where there's a timer and then you can't do anything yeah. in the game until the timer is up it's yeah. hours? unless you spend money to buy these crystals which allows you to skip that time okay because there's a similar thing in uh, the uh, the family guy quest for stuff sure. game where like it was that you, same way in the Simpsons. Uh, yeah, you have to perform game. a certain task to get a collectible, and then you have to get a certain number of collectibles to unlock a character. And they'll do like these these weekend event things where like there's a character that you can only get for that weekend. But if you add up the number of hours you have to add to put a certain number of characters into these tasks, it's near impossible to do ah, this to get because the character. unless you buy you the do, special exactly unless currency. you buy the the special currency because yeah mm-hmm. um sometimes they'll put like one of the little collectible things is quote unquote extra rare so you could put that character in the ta- it's, let's say it's a four hour task so you have to put that person in that task for four hours and they'll come out of it and you get nothing so you have to put it back in that task for like another four hours and he still may come back with nothing. So it might take you three or four of these four-hour cycles to get them sure. through before you get that one collectible. And sometimes it requires like 15 of these collectibles. But what's the name of this game? I want to remember it so I never play it. Dungeon uh, Keep. Or the, oh, it, well, mine or his? Both, I guess. Uh, Family Guy Quest for Stuff. I mean, there's other fun elements to the game that you... I, I haven't paid anything to play the game. And I, you know, there are elements of I still find enjoyable. It's just... I was just saying it, it irritates me when they do these special weekend event things and there you there's just no way for you to yeah. to unlock this special weekend character because you would literally have to be on it all day long in order to get the uh the special, you know, costume or whatever it is and and then it's just like you you stick a character there are some of these tasks that take 12 hours. So you put the character in a 12-hour task which is just you going, yeah. push character, push task. Yeah, and then you just leave it alone for 12 hours, and you come back to it, and and it's and you didn't get that and item Of course, you, you didn't pay money to skip all that. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like a computer is doing something secretly behind your back while you're doing other shit. Not even secretly. It's like, it's it's a it, game. You push this wait button to wait. Hours. You push this button, wait 12 hours. It's like, right, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, like, like, it's, it's, it's like, like Farmville and all those games where you plant these strawberry seeds and in 30 minutes there'll be strawberries right but but <laughs> conspiracy wise or deep down inside they're using it like to you know troll for uh, using it to you know what they're using it for to inconvenience you so that you'll pay 
Yeah. So they don't have yeah. to do that. They They're trying to, to make well. money. It's microtransactions. It's, 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 it's intentionally making the it. game not fun. You want to get real draconian about it. Yeah. They're seeing what people will put up with. There's for that amount, too. What yeah. amount of time? Yeah. The, all these these games of these ilk are what's, based what's, on what's the, the whole minimum Pavlovian. amount of time that we can make them wait. And then they'll start to pay. And then because they don't want to always make you wait five hours. But if they know you'll wait two hours, mm -hmm. then they'll make it three. But if they know you'll wait two and a half and or, you know what I mean? So they're just trying mm -hmm. to find that butter zone of what so, so when you, you play these games, you'll realize one thing fairly quickly. They are not fun. Well, there's so many things out there that are fun. Why would you yeah. waste your time on things that, that aren't fun? That's really it. And Screw them. Because, because it's free to start. the allure is free. Yeah. The allure yeah. is, oh, look, it's a free game. Sunshine is free. I played one of EA's like, games. Oh, I'm playing, walking on the beach yeah. is free. I'm playing this free game. But, yeah, they're... You, well, there's yeah. a ton I, of free games that are fun. I, I'm that a are truly free. fiend. Free. And I played Tap Out for about two minutes. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, so good on England. Yes. Yay. Very much so. And I wish our nation would be more willing to do that, but we are not a, a government anymore. We are a corporation. Right. And, of <laughs> course, the fan base is up in arms anyway over this game because Dungeon Keeper is a beloved franchise from the late 90s. You right. played as a bad guy. You design your dungeons. Heroes cut, try to come in and conquer it. It was a real-time real strategy game of creating part builder, part RTS. Right. Yeah, and it. one and two were phenomenal. And when no. they announced that we are bringing back Dungeon Keeper, yay, it's we're bringing it back as a free to pay piece of shit, fuck you. Yeah. That's pretty much how it Do went. Do you still get to play the villain? Yeah, except the real villain's EA. <laughs> ah, good call. But yeah, UK, thank you. I wish we could do that. Does the UK still have that weird thing with the TVs where the you? Uh, yeah, they have TVs. No, no, where yeah, they, they have where, you, <laughs> where, where you they oh. they have people driving around in vans. So technically, you have a TV, and if you paid for it, I don't live in England. I'll I go know. back to that later. All right, I'll look it up over next week. I can't. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> China, China is a box office force that's here to stay, and Transformers: Age of Extinction just made that fact clearer than ever. Just 10 days after it hit Chinese cinemas, Age of Extinction is now the highest grossing film in Chinese history. As we said last week, they're making these movies for Can foreign we markets. China, just stop going to the movies. <laughs> the film has now grossed $221 million in that country, nearly $50 million more than what it's made in the U.S. so far, easily top the record of $207 million, $17 million, sorry, set by Avatar, which remains the highest grossing film in box office history, of course. Uh, Bay and company actively courted Chinese audiences with the film by shooting it in Shanghai and Hong Kong, casting Chinese co-stars, partnering with the Chinese production company, even launching a reality competition series in China, which c competitors could earn small roles in the film. Uh, that courtship has paid off in a big way, and it's likely to influence future blockbusters. Now, Age of Extinction isn't the first film to make such overtures to a Chinese audience. Iron Man 3 touted its own joint production deal in 2012, at this point, China is the second largest movie market in the world and could be bigger than the U.S. market by 2018 if it keeps growing at this rate. Anybody who has seen that movie should be ashamed of themselves as a human being. <laughs> I am not messing around. Everyone I know that has seen it has either hated... Actually, I, I'll, I'll go one better. The most positive review that I heard of the film was, well, Wahlberg's not as bad as LaBeouf. That was the most positive review I got. And I'm like, so did you like the film? I was like, eh, not really. So I, somebody to told me it was it, a But at least it wasn't LaBeouf. And I'm like, that's it? That's the most positive review? So, so should I go see it in the theater? No. Because of the show, 
this show, you know, friends and coworkers come up to me whenever there's thing is like, it's like, did you see Transformers? No, I saw it. What'd you think? It was terrible. Your fault. You knew that going in. Right. Somebody told me it was a waste of life. I said, is it worth watching on Netflix? No, waste of life, waste of time. So I won't even see it on Netflix. I don't blame China for watching that movie. And I'll tell you why. Uh, There's nothing else to do in China. Well, I'm not an expert about Chinese life, but it is not uh, a fully uh, developed nation to the level that we are yet. It's working on it. And as I've heard, Hong Kong is insanity, as is Beijing. They're just like escapism is needed in those places right. and they need escapism and those and movies are pure escapism and they go that's to all they are the they there are better thing. things escaping that yeah, it's called but, a hand job but with the three <laughs> no hour, it's not it's it's yeah but with the three hour running pure time fantasy and, the, yeah. and escapism you got and three hour hand jobs hurt well but that 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 helps the third world situation you want a place to chill get some air conditioning there's that too relax yeah. in a comfortable seat you know what i mean and feel be, like somebody for a couple of hours and be entertained and be, and be just mindlessly blasted, entertained, blasted out of your brain with visual with entertainment. And stimulation. Yeah. They're picking the wrong fucking. Agreed, movies. but well, no, it's but, a, but it's appealing to a different sensibility, and yeah. that's why it's not registering with us in the same way. Yeah, there's a little bit of bullshit in that statistic too, because uh, there are more people over there than here, so of course they're gonna you know be a bigger market eventually. Well, and the other thing, uh, Bonham, is that it's, it's a lot more uh, people. They have. The, the Chinese government still filters what movies they get to see. So there's a very slim amount of movies that are sent over for approval that actually make it through. Which is also... So they look for the most, or I should say the least, quote-unquote, politically offensive. And when you see, you know, U.S. cities getting blown up, that is like a big... Thumbs and, up and for it, them in the approval process. And in all it's the like, previous oh, movies, yeah. the U.S. government is kind of the bad guy. Exactly. So that's another big thumbs up for them. <laughs> so, yeah. so of course they're going to show those films. Yeah. And of yeah. course they're going to do well because it's also, they're still taught, you know, it's also U.S. Why, uh, biggest. Bay and those guys have decided to team up with them because then right. they know they'll get that market. And it's a very profitable market. I, I, I wish Michael Bay nothing but bad things in life. <laughs> my, my favorite review so far of this movie, a friend of mine said, said it's like this is the, the worst movie he's ever seen, and he's seen all of the Starship Troopers sequels. <laughs> there was Because those are horrible. There was wow. a brilliant review. Fuck. Uh, see if, I'll see if I That's can a good find review it. right there. I'll Fuck. see if I can find it. <laughs> Because I want to give credit where credit is due. Michael Bay is basically destroying childhood memories. Is what mm. he's doing. He's nah, the ch- your memories are still there. Yeah. No childhood dreams. How about that? Fantasies. Okay, there you go. That's out. Um, he's doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles next, so I mean, he's gonna fuck that up too. I'm sure of it. We'll see. The trailer. Oh, we will. I gotta I say, the trailers for Mutant Ninja Turtles doesn't look. They, it actually looks like it might be kind of entertaining. But Just I'm remember. not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. I didn't read the comics. I vaguely watched the show. That's Just fine. remember, you know? there are worse turtle things out there in well, the I'm universe. Yes, I'm sure of some that. Bad. So, but yeah, I mean, it, looking it's, at the, it's not the tour. Yeah. It's not the the singing and dancing tour. Vanilla Ice probably not going to make an appearance. Looking oh, at the trailers, sad. I mean, they look good. The turtles look kind of cool. I mean, I'm I just sure. know it being a Michael Bay film. Oh, he's it's just gonna going to be a to. mess. It's going to be a mess. Don't get me wrong. How do you make swords explode? <laughs> I say when a Michael Bay film comes out, watch Turtles in Time. 
There you go. Around the same yeah. time, and then compare how much oh, you feel about each idea. one. There's an idea. That's that's probably a good way of being the bellwether. Why are you trying to be on his side about uh, this? It's, I'm, I'm just not. trying to be objective. You're playing devil's advocate right I'm now. I'm good at that. that. Yeah, that's hard, you know. But let us look at things from but, our perspective. I don't Jeff's want to hear Jeff's anything right. good about Michael Bay. Not one damn thing. Jeff's right. Turtles have been pretty maligned <laughs> over the years. <laughs> Story. And They've had a rough ride. Wise. They've had a rough ride. Yes, they, they have. have. I did read the comics. So I, when, I, when the cartoon came out, I was like, what the? Because the, yeah. the, right. the comic's pretty dark and creepy. And no, it's a good parody. The cartoon I said that is too. a very happy yeah, yeah, no, it's com- saccharine thing. Left turn. Yeah, I remember in junior high, a friend of mine gave me a copy of, uh, I think it was the second issue to read. Right. And uh, and then... With the Mousers? It, yeah, exactly. And uh, and I remember reading it going, this is this is kind of cool. It's really out there. Parents didn't know I had it. They would have never let me bring it home. But, I love that sentence. And, uh, a fan of that sentence. And then when the, the cartoon came out, I was like, this isn't it at all what I was expecting. See, I didn't know the comic, and so when I saw the cartoon and then yeah. I heard there was a comic, I was not interested and, in the comic. And that's the way that most people experience yeah. it, yeah. if they saw the yeah. cartoon first. Cartoon first, yeah. yeah. It was a softball he never even threw. <laughs> NASA's Voyager Sorry. 1 has finally made it into interstellar space. Back in August of 2012, NASA scientists let the craft finish up its journey through the solar system, kept it heading out into deeper space. Now scientists have been able to analyze additional measurements the craft made in the wake of a massive solar eruption known as a corneal mass injection. Coronal mass wow. injection. Sure. You he's, are deep in that phone, man. He's busy looking uh, up the uh, review of the movie. I was waiting for it, too. Uh, the confirmation that the ca- uh, craft had reached interstellar space was announced this week thanks to some additional data from the third CME shock Voyager 1 observed in March of this year. By reaching interstellar space, it essentially means the craft has made it into the massive, empty expanse that exists between solar systems. Scientists say the new data being transmitted by Voyager 1 is intriguing because it allows researchers to figure out the conditions outside our heliosphere. The findings could go a long way in helping us eventually design interstellar spaceships. Yeah. It's just sending back the message, so lonely, so, so lonely. <laughs> well, I'll be really interested when Voyager 6 gets out into interstellar space and the disappears through the black hole and, yeah. and is found by the machine planet. That's, that's exactly it. Did you find it? No, he didn't. I can't. It's hidden somewhere in the internet. Uh, I want to say it was something like paperclip review or something. Like, it was just, it was this really brilliant point by point analysis of everything that the movie does in a straight up question and answer segment, and it was so funny, and so just, it it just stated the fucking facts of the movie, the plot, how it all goes down. It is unbelievable that it. It's just unbelievable. Held together with spit and tape. <laughs> I want to this find this fucking, review. It was so fucking funny. It starts out, I guess, the movie... Spoilers, everybody. The movie you know, starts this out... This one, I don't care if you spoil right. it. Go yeah. crazy. The movie starts out with these, uh, these spaceships dropping these bombs onto dinosaurs. Yeah, I heard about this. The movie starts in uh, prehistoric, you know, like the dinosaur era. Oh, right. Yay. And we're on Earth, and then all of a sudden these giant spaceships come down and and like and like drop bombs on it, and like that's what made the dinosaurs go extinct. And that's where my old phone. So here's the thing, it sounds, it here's sounds the thing cool. and it turns the dinosaurs into metal dinosaurs. Yeah. It metallicizes their fossil remains. But here's the kicker: it has nothing to do with the Dinobots. Yeah. 
Has nothing to do with the origin of the. Di- I know. <laughs> I swear to God, that I got to find his fucking review. It's amazing. Did, so, wow. So okay, they weren't that, created by Wheeljack and uh, uh, oh, the other one. No, the Dinobots. No, like the Dinobots are, were yeah. on Earth hanging out, yeah. but they had nothing to do with the, the, bombs. Ske- the with the metal skeletons. Yeah. That's a whole other thing because that's, that's another alien race, dude. I mean, it's and that's that is tipping the toe into the fuckery of this movie. <laughs> just unbelievable. And reading it as a fan and just as a a sentient human, it, I gotta fucking find it. No, apparently, I'm finding I've, it after the show without a doubt. Apparently it follows the tradition of confusion. Please do all, find it and post it because it is... It is well worth the read. It's probably a Did ten minute read. Did somebody post it to you, and that's how you found it, or I, or you just came across I it on your own? I came across it, stumble upon. Don't know how to find. I, I just don't know how to find shit anymore. Oh God, Paul, Paul, have you ever taken an ice pick and jabbed it repeatedly into your thigh? No. Then why would you watch that movie, knowing what you know? He didn't watch the movie. Oh, okay. He's, he's, <laughs> he's talking about a review. He looked through all my dirty, dirty history. You look through the history. I'm going to go on time reports. I don't think you could pay me to look through your history. I think if you look at his history, you go to the price of the FBI it? watch. How are you doing it? It'd be like looking to the eyes of Cthulhu. Mm. <laughs> time that was scary. Time reports that the UK Ireland branch of the Netflix now has an opening for taggers, a position that would require applicants to quote be responsible for watching and analyzing films and TV programs that will be streaming on Netflix in the future. I'll take that job. According to Netflix, taggers deconstruct the films and programs and describe them using objective tags. So applicants with an analysis experience, experience such as critic or work in development would also be well-suited. Netflix promises tagger work from home and enjoy flexible hours. I'm going to have to look Work from up. home, this flexible like, hours. Like the Make best, thousands a week. The best job ever. I don't care how little it pays. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this is the thing. These are the people that go... This is an action adventure film. Yes. So if they like this, they might like that, and that's how they can tag movies and. But that it. also qualifies as a romantic comedy. There is a subplot that makes it fit with that tag too. Uh, also, mm-hmm. if you watch it closely, there is an animated part of a sheep. Didn't say Scotland. It works as a fit. It, wo- it, did, it was <laughs> Scottish. No, no, no. It didn't I- say Irish. Scotland. It was Ireland, Ireland and England. Listen to me. Ireland that, and England. I'm a fucking. Me- I'm a Netflix tagger. Look. No, no, no. This, no, no. this is not, not, not what you think it no, is. Not Vic no. tagger. No. No, no, no. It's not what you think it is. This movie is actually a documentary. Turns out it's a documentary. There was a real Mickey Mouse, and that's a documentary about him. That's what it's about. Uh, this reminds me of uh, the uh, geeky thing I did was I blitzed through. Uh, I watched all of uh, Broadchurch. I have no idea what that is. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. I haven't seen was it. Was that yet. it? Please explain the Broadchurch. Is it on my history? The Broadchurch. That's on my recent history. I just looked that up. Was Broadchurch. That wasn't it. Bring you back in was here. Was Broadchurch <laughs> enjoyable or was it uh, crap? It's dark and sad. Okay. Okay. It's a British show, I assume. Yep. Yeah. On the BBC. I thought I'd heard about it. They're doing a remake in the States. Is this it? No, it's not no. a video review. All right. A, well, yeah, that you clearly oh, had clicked on that one. So I, I did. I just clicked that. on it a minute ago. Oh, okay. How do you find other history Can on here? Is there no the way? Last, I don't use that one. So I, days oh. you, Jesus Christ. Again, you know what would be great is if you could plug your something into the system that we could listen to, Paul. And, <laughs> But have it just I would love video. to read this. <laughs> 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 I'm 
The Netflix model for Lego sets has arrived. Netflix Legos. What? It's called Play.com. That's P-L-E-Y for a monthly fee. Play.com will have Lego sets shipped oh, to you that's right. with yeah, post-paid yeah, return yeah, boxes, yeah. including monstrosities like Darth Vader's ex- Executor and the Death Star. That'd be, yeah. Each set is sanitized before you get it. Of course. And you're allowed to lose up to 15 pieces. Up Ooh. to 15. Now, with that Death Star, that is not even like a <laughs> half a percent yeah. of... Yeah, that is like Be careful of that thing. Jesus. But yeah, what do you do with that after you make it? So How, that kind of makes sense. So yeah, if you just want to be play the builder, then yeah, if you have no interest in displaying it, this is your thing. How until do they know any Lego shuts lost? it down, uh, it costs fifteen dollars to thirty nine dollars a month. Thirty nine dollars a month is to get the really big pieces, like the Star Wars stuff. Interesting. That's actually kind of a. I might. That's I, something I, com- I could get into. I think I combed through the website. It's a looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, if that's what you want to do, I mean, that's a way of doing that. it. I mean, I like doing the puzzles and the models and things like that. I could get into that. Yeah, that would be interesting. Play.com. Is that how you say it with an e? Play. It's P L E. Yeah, P L E Y dot com. Ah! Play, play. We've got a piper. I'm already um, better with my phone than he is. Fuck him. <laughs> is, is is that it? That did you I find? It. Is it the Holy Grail? I did. The amount of crap What's, on his phone compared to the. Lack of crap on your phone. That's a good point. I don't know. Be. Those eyes are telling me different. Those it's eyes. It's a review of Transformers in question and answer form. <laughs> yeah, but this isn't the one. Ah, uh, uh, damn. Uh, How many are there? Not, oh, there's so many. Uh, too many, I, apparently. I can, too many to count. Yeah, the internet it, loves, it is, to, loves to hate them, Transformers. Yeah. The yeah. internet loves to hate. But it's it, that makes for all the well, proponents. Then I am the internet. For all the proponents of the internet who are like, we have to keep this an open world, and we all have to, love, you know, it's a, it's a free and so that everybody can have an equal say. And be, but you all just want to be able to bitch in a in a large format. Social media can kiss my ass about that, but you know because that gives everybody a platform to to complain. Yeah, well, I saw something amazing why are on we the, com- uh, no. Facebook today. It was a uh, somebody was posting who is this and some weird username. You know, he's hiding behind the name. He's a jackass, da da da. And then somebody else says, "Yeah, he's doing that all over the place." And the third comment was, "His name is such and such. He does that all the time, da da da." It's like he was a troll was outed in three in three clicks. Nice. <laughs> Unless the third click was an actual troll trolling someone else. There you go. Well, let us not forget the internet was not made for bitching. No, the inter- internet was made the, for porn. Well, <laughs> the internet is for porn. Was but, it made for anything else? What are you made for? <laughs> Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. I'm not porn. I was not made for porn. <laughs> Rubbing one out. You were made for certain kinds of porn. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't even... You, you, you are a niche market. He that was born a, to be a porn narrator. <laughs> that is a very specific... Uh, Does the world need porn. porn narrators? I think I was born for porn radio. The kind of porn. <laughs> 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 you got the kind of body that just screams porn radio. <laughs> I will be disappointed disappoint if you deposits on your lower body. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's my kind of point. Uh, I will be disappointed if you don't start that uh, podcast. Disappointed. Porn radio. Porn radio. Disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. 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 Now I got to start reading erotica on the on podcast. Okay, you know what? Did that? anybody see um, um, Woodrow Wilson's love letters? Who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> I've jacked off to him many times. No, oh, they, well, did, they, just, <laughs> they are. He had, he had a they he had hot. a mistress, and uh, apparently they made some sort of deal when they're that. They were sealed for fifty years, and they're yeah, I think and they're I'd coming out now. That. So, I think I'd heard and about that. and he had all these code names for his for for you know his so wiener. Like, yeah, Jerry was his name. His wiener. Run it. Wait, not to read this. Jerry, <laughs> get your Jerry out. 
Put your Jerry back in. Wait, not Woodrow Wilson. No, Harding. I, I Sorry, wrong president. You, oh boy, you just smeared same Woodrow Wilson all over the place. Woodrow Wilson's kind of dick too. I think once you once you have moved on, you'd like to hear me start read your erotica. own podcast. Just reading erotica, reading slash fiction from the internet. Slash fiction <laughs> from the internet. All right, I'll horrible to, mashups. First, so I'll have to learn what I'm slash fiction. Read, learn what slash fiction is. I'm going to read uh, all of my and uh, clear your browser history. What is it, my? Paranormal. I don't know. If erotica. I oh yes. What's it called? Is it not paranormal erotica? Uh, it's. What, yeah, I guess. Uh, paranormal uh, ghost fucking. Pretty much. All, ghost I, all I remember is that we have to Lustful say perfectly tiger still. Man of the moon it is paranormal erotica. <laughs> paranormal something. Yeah. Ghost fuckers. No. Urban fantasy is kind yeah, of what yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, yeah, like where paranormal stuff. romance. Paranormal that's romance. It. That's yeah, it. Paranormal. So paranormal romance. <laughs> so of course, every chapter begins with, she lay in the bed perfectly still. Not wanting to move a muscle because she knew the slightest movement would send the werewolf into a frenzy of passion. <laughs> I swear to God, there's an author who sends every book she writes. I thought it was a fit of the paper. Passion. It and could she be writes Amish romances. <laughs> Amish romance. Amish romance. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. She sends it to the paper, huh? Yep. Review my book. Awesome. Yep. And, we keep, and we keep sending back things. We don't review books by people that don't live here. Until next week, I am Master Torgo. Your mom is there. <laughs> 80s Jeff. Uh, Captain Luddite. No. Uh, Commander Fact Check. <laughs> and Bonds of the Beast. Hey, we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Luddite promoted himself back to Captain. Well, he earned it. Uh, well, I this just, show, he earned it. I remembered who he I was. He turned down the commander position is what he did. Sometimes <laughs> you just don't feel like yourself, you know, and now I found myself. He did. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. All right. That's Paul's status in life. I found it. Oh, oh. shit. Oh. It's on IO9. It's on IO9. Sh- it uh, so it's by. So I tell you what, we got a couple minutes if you want to share a little Rob bit. Rob Bricken. This is this cool so, to read? It feels so staged. Uh, well, this we, is, we've attributed it. It's IO9. All right. Rob Bricken, this is a. Br- I, I'll read the whole goddamn thing. Don't read thing. the whole thing. Come on. No, you got to hear this. No, some uh, of it. Well, we'll just you see. can't do the whole thing. No. We have to have his permission to do the whole thing. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's for review purposes. Okay. Yeah, right. For review purposes. Of a review. So, (laughs) so, right? So, we're reviewing this This, review? This is Is our review of his review. All right. So, I'll start right here. All right. So, basically, the the movie is about nothing. Okay. Like Seinfeld. Like Like all the Transformers. Right. And they're like, but how? It's fucking three hours long. It's like, yeah, well, here's what the screenwriter said. He said, logical sense doesn't have to be the end-all, be-all. How do you criticize a movie that doesn't even care about trying to make sense? All right, here, here, now here's all the question and answer format. But you're going to try, aren't you? Of course. So how does Transformers Age of Extinction begin? It begins 65 million years ago as an armada of snail-shaped spaceships drop mysterious bombs on the dinosaurs, turning them into metal. Oh, wow. So that's where the Dinobots come from? Nope, not at all. What? But they're metal dinosaurs. I know. But they literally have nothing to do with the Dinobots. They're just metal fossils. But you're about to ask if the spaceships suck up some dinosaurs to study them or something. But the answer is no. These ships bomb the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs turn to metal. End of scene. Case closed. <laughs> Any Dinobots that come later are completely coincidental. What the uh, fuck is this horse Flash shit? forward to the present. Frazier from Frazier is in charge of a CIA black ops death Kelsey squad Grammar. called Cemetery Wind. I guess Death Blow was taken by a <laughs> 90s comic character, which is hunting down it's all the Transformers Wind. for their role in the Chicago disaster of Transformers 3. 
Hey, Transformers 3 was a disaster by itself, am I right? Hey-o! Anyways, the movie eventually makes it clear that Frasier is only supposed to be hunting those evil Decepticons who destroyed Chicago, not the heroic Autobots who destroyed Chicago. Frasier doesn't seem to care about the difference, although although maybe he can't tell any of the Transformers apart like the rest of us. Fair enough. This is why the Autobots are scattered and Optimus Prime takes the form of his classic Generation 1 truck form and hides in an... uh, Abandoned movie theater. Wait, how did Optimus Prime get inside a movie theater? Transforming, maybe? Whatever. He's found by our new protagonist, Cade, who is a hardworking American family man facing many problems. What's wrong with Cade? Well, he's broke. He's completely irresponsible. When he's lawfully evicted from his land, he chases off real estate agents with a baseball bat. He's stealing power from his neighbors. He refuses to let his 17-year-old short skirts aficionado daughter Tessa, played by Katara from the live-action Last Airbender movie, have contact with any boys whatsoever. And rather than do anything to earn a decent wage, pay his bills, or help put his daughter through college, he devotes himself to inventing shitty, half-functional robots. Does Cade have any any redeeming features? Well, when he discovers Optimus, who is dead, by the way. What? Yeah, he's dead again. Non-functional. Not going anywhere. Until Cade gives him a jump start and Prime starts yelling, Kill you! Kill you! Yikes! What? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, back to Cade. When Cade discovers he has Optimus Prime on his hands, instead of turning him over for the government for some badly needed reward money, Cade decides to try to figure out how Optimus works. Well, that actually makes Wait, Cade a worse person. Have you his obvious the... obsession is superseding his responsibilities as both an adult and a parent. It also gives Frazier's evil death squad, led by Titus Welliver, time to come to the farm and threaten to kill Tessa unless he reveals where Prime is. In your opinion, what's the weirdest part of this scene? It's a tie. <laughs> One, somehow, Cade's barn has a 30-foot deep pit inside it which optimus prime can suddenly hide in and which prime has seemingly boarded himself up in somehow two titus welliver has his gun to tessa's head and is counting down from 10 so cade reveals where prime is hiding when titus gets to one even though he has tessa pinned to the ground with his gun to her head titus orders his men to shoot her even though he's literally sitting on top of her with his gun to his head, her head? Yep. It's a moot point because Optimus bursts out of the barn, which explodes for some reason, starts shooting the CIA guys, which would seem to be proving Frazier's point. However, the CIA have teamed up with an intergalactic Transformer bounty hunter named Lockdown who shows up to fight Prime for a bit. Wait, 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 wait. Right, we gotta, wait, yeah, wait, yeah, we gotta yeah, wind so, this up. So, no, no, this is so good. No, no, I know, but, but you're, you're past the 15 Legos now. You've already lost them. <laughs> They can read it on io9 and enjoy it themselves. And we won't get sued. It's so fucking good. All right. I'll be be sure to link it in the description of this episode, folks. Check it out. This is pretty damn awesome. Yes. Story time with Paul. (laughs) It's so funny.